got the jam. The jam and make you go to work. Work, work, now work. That beats the bus. I got the jam. The jam and make you go to work. Work, work, now work. It's so hot, burn your mouth. Scar tissue make you go out. Cheese must cool and congeal. Slicing the coke is a no joke meal. It's a quick bite that can't be beat. It's a pie tart that you can eat. It's a done deal if you don't delete. So burn some calories with the pizza beat. No oregano bits in your pretty little smile. Not even garlic bread, no shy town style. Split your thread, you don't moderate. You're breaking in your fizz like it's Watergate. You believe me, call the weekend, see what you can be to begin. Your actions speak, I can believe you're cheating when you're eating. An abortion, abortion, get divorced from delivery. A little legal, middle east, and it'll be a begin now. Ladies and gentlemen, sweet, sweet, kind, awesome men, dads, dudes, and dames, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 10 of Rad Dad Radio. My name is Shark Johnson, and I'm here with my brother from the exact same mother, Creamy Johns, Cream of Egbert, John Michelle. How are you tonight, buddy? I'm doing well. Hello. Hello, people of Earth. Tonight is going to be a great night. It is our 10th episode. We are in the double digits, and we have quite the show for you guys. We are going to check in, hit, uh, hit us up with some trivia. We got some awesome news and uh, a, a really scary, uh, shambly, shuffly top three that we're going to discuss. And if we get to it, we have a dad chat. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. 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 Top of the pops, nigga London, Japan. Rad Dad Radio. Straight off the block, like a running back. Get it, man, I'm straight off the block. I can run it back, nigga, cause I'm straight with the block. If you feeling like a pimp, nigga, go on, brush your shoulders off. Ladies, it's pimps too, go on, brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby, don't forget that boy told your kid. Kitchen. 
to stretch up the coca like a wrestler. Yeah. Red Dad Radio, episode 10. Creamy John, how's your life, bud? Life What's is good. On? Life is good. I'm doing a, uh, a, a sobriety challenge. No, it's uh, Feb No Brewery. So, no booze oh, no. for the month of Feb- February. Yeah. Going to put Jordash Shaquille out of business, man. <laughs> I actually, on my own, I might. I. <laughs> as, uh, as we've mentioned on the podcast, I uh, I work in bars a lot, and I'm not a bartender or any member of the bar staff. I do uh, I do uh, live hosted trivia, and uh, yeah, have a have a beer or two at pretty much any show I work, and so that adds up. So um, yeah, it does add up. Um, I know Jordash has talked about some tips because he's I mean he's in the industry. You know what I mean. Uh, Jordash, if you've got any good tips on how to be surrounded with beer but still stay healthy, holler at your boy. We would appreciate that input. Um, it is uh, snowing a lot <laughs> here in Colorado. Once again, we were supposed to get a little bit, and we're we're up to about uh, I'm guessing seven inches. Yeah, it's about a it's about a limney ding dong length of snow. Uh, a limney ding dong hanging off my uh my patio and uh what's a what is the hold on what's a what'd you say a limney ding dong limney is uh seth oglesby and uh, oh I fig- yeah i figure it's about about that i'm guessing okay interesting interesting yeah it's uh it's been pretty blustery i uh like i've mentioned before i have a pretty mountainous drive so i'd have, i'd be careful today i'm cutting a line cutting a line yeah i figured out a good drink because i usually drink when we do the pot i guess i have a problem anyways for those of you who want a tasty beverage that's not alcoholic i recommend a little pure Lacroix, a little pineapple juice and a lime that's a festive little fun little vacation feel i feel like i'm on vacation it's amazing that well that sounds lovely what's the flavor of Lacroix you have just just plain, just like, just to get like a carbonated like soda, soda. Oh, they have a soda. Have a plain. Yeah, it's just like a seltzer. I remember when Lacroix was the type of thing that you'd find in like a retired woman's refrigerator, and now it's like the cool thing to drink. I I personally love it. Can you hear this? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> regular, regular mixologist over here. You are a mixologist. I'm also well, hey, let me derailing the... the podcast. Dads and video games. Let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. Well, let's uh, start by thanking some some uh, awesome sponsors that we have. First off, I want to give a shout out to Madeira. Madeira is an outdoor gear and clothing company. They have all kinds of sorts of uh, all kinds of sorts of products. Um, namely, they kind of got their claim to fame with camping hammocks which is like the new fad right now. And uh, you can you can be in the middle of the forest and never touch the ground. <laughs> um, and I know last summer, uh, a few of my staff used these camping hammocks. And one staff was terrified to death because she felt something brush her back while she was sleeping. So who knows what that was? It's kind of creepy. But if you do that not want to touch the ground when you're in the wilderness, then check out Madeira Hammocks. And guys, they throw these things on sale all the time. Um, you sometimes they give them away for free, literally. So if you're interested in a Madeira product, you want to look fly in the outside, check out the link in the show notes. Again, Madeira Outdoor Goods, pretty awesome. We're also 
part of the Podcast Right Now network. Uh, Podcast Right Now is a beautiful, inspirational podcast um, about four, well, three childhood friends and one random stranger that have wonderful uh, conversational adventures with one another. Is that accurate, Cream? It's kind of how we describe it online, I think, yeah, verbatim. <laughs> no, what do we do? We talk about everything, um, movies, a uh, little bit of wrestling, sports, video games. We play some trivia on there. Um, we have probably one of the funniest couple dudes I've ever met in my life, one of them being Joe Gazzaro. And then uh, look forward to this upcoming episode um, where we get all the boys back. We were minus some boys last couple weeks, so we had a uh, we had a pilot on for an episode, and then we also had a a uh, sort of overpriced burger restaurant manager on for one week. So me and Joe were wow tr- trying to keep her afloat, but yeah, tune in. Wow, uh, can I ask a question about the pilot? Sure. Did he uh, did he share any like um, like butt puckering moments with you? You know what? It was surprisingly no. I mean, I guess I I don't know. I got I watched too many Did movies. Did he roll it? Did he pull it? In no, Zell? that's what I asked him. I was like, "You ever <laughs> you know wobble the wings or anything?" And he was just like, uh, "He was he played it." We asked him the dumbest questions, and he just played it completely straight. And he's like, uh, as "In the industry, we always say that a very um, boring, uneventful day is a success." So no, we don't wobble the the wings or anything like that. You know, he was just <laughs> he was just like. He's very professional. Um, it, yeah, it was uh, scary that. for me because on that podcast we usually goof around a bunch, and uh, I just like any like ten minutes of just straight interview NPR style conversation went by. I would get real antsy and be like, "Uh, you ever have sex in the cockpit?" Oh, God, you know, <laughs> just like I couldn't handle it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to the uh, one of the more recent Joe Rogan podcast and he has travis barker world's greatest drummer and oh yeah i'm excited he was, to hear that one yeah he was telling uh, the story of his plane crash that he unbreakable oh, like he survived a plane crash he burnt almost 70 percent of his body and uh the both pilots and a couple of his of his friends did not make it and uh it's a pretty uh like I think a lot of people forget that he went through that, but I was listening to it and I was like, "Oh my God, that's right! He's like unbreakable," you know. Yeah, it so. was only a couple of years ago, yeah, or maybe more than that, but still pretty terrible. Uh, one of the boys from Rancid died, or or uh, transplants, or one of those side bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so check that out. Um, also, we are on Discord. Discord is a video game centric chat app. It you can get it on your you know, your computer or on your phone. And it's a fun way to stay in touch with, uh, with us. And it's also a great way to let us know if you want to play some games. So I'm on Xbox, a uh, super space shark. My good brother here is cream of Egbert again with appropriate spacing. Look us up on discord. If you are interested in, you know, getting personal <laughs> with one another. Um, we are also on Patreon. Uh, Patreon is, a crowdfunding service for creative content providers like ourselves. If you like the show, if you find that this gives you some value, first off, you don't have to give us anything. But if you'd like to go that extra step, please check us out on Patreon, Rad Dad Radio, Rad Dad Redemption, and uh, consider giving to us, I think the lowest price is less than a couple bucks a month. Um, And that goes a long way. So we do appreciate that help. Um, Some of the goals for the show is we would like to do some bigger contests. So uh, give away some cooler stuff more often. 
and we need uh, some funding to be able to secure that. Um, one of the key things on Patreon is if we get 100 uh, members, then we can be considered as an actual video game reviewer. I don't know if you knew this, Cream, but if you get 100 Patreon, that's one of the qualifying things where we could potentially get uh, preview versions of games, and we could also get codes that we can then give out to wonderful, beautiful listeners like yourself. So consider Patreon. Look us up. Uh, we're going to be adding a lot more content to that in the future, so get in while the getting's good. Finally... We have a voicemail line. <laughs> Our voicemail line is 970-368-5694 or 970-FOWLOX4. That's the best we could come up with. It always makes it's me a, giggle. It's a dirty, grimy ox. Foul ox. Mm-hmm. So uh, leave a voicemail. If it's up to stuff, we'll actually play your sweet, sweet voice on the, on the radio. And we also have an ongoing contest right now. We're looking for some red dead impressions so someone that is willing to read uh, a section of the game in character and if we get a really good one we got some uh, we got some special swag for you so uh, give us a call again 970-368-5694 and leave a voicemail cream i just read today that red dead redemption has officially sold red dead redemption red dead redemption has officially sold 23 million units that's ridiculous that's a whole that's a lot, lot of people games. that's a lot of games that is what 15 percent of the united states something like that it's ridiculous i'm probably way off on my math kevin so let me know that's a lot of games. So that means there's a lot of people out there that are just geeking out over Red Dead Redemption and are probably looking for podcasts just like ourselves. If you're new to the show, welcome. Creamy, tell them what the hell they're listening to. This is uh, Rad Dad Redemption or Rad Dad Radio where a couple dads get together and uh, we're brothers and um, we have uh, every intention of being rad fathers, doing the making the right choices for the children of the future but we also enjoy a pastime known as video game entertainment. So balancing those two, striking a chord, having some fun in life, uh, trying to trying to set positive examples for the youth, but still uh, denying ourselves sleep so that we can play video <laughs> games and report back to you. Well said, and that is pretty darn accurate. So welcome. If you're new to the show, welcome. We uh, are on all the social media platforms. We also have an email, raddadradio1 at gmail.com if you'd like to send us a little message. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, High Five. We're actually not on those two, but look us up, follow us in whichever way you'd like to follow, and we appreciate your, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? togetherness money community give, give us your money no <laughs> you know give us your money bitch <laughs> on patreon we need it trying to get that money trying to get that paper <laughs> sorry sorry the last bit is we have some listeners on mixler hello mixler listeners feel free to sign off in the chat section uh we love hearing from you right now ventrilofart is saying and this is in the wise words of jordash shaquille in regard to you uh taking a no feb no brewery um, have no brewery. Uh, he says, everything in moderation, including moderation itself. Oh, and I'm sure why. those are his words, too. I've never heard that before. Mm. 
<laughs> he's a hack. All right, he's a hack. He pushes uh, poison down the throats of millions of Americans, and uh, he's a yeah, he's a real drug dealer. That guy. Yeah, I mean, if this was uh, during the, the, uh, oh gosh, when alcohol was illegal, what do they call that? I'm blanking. Prohibition. The, uh, prohibition. Yeah. If Jordan, if you were uh, doing your job in prohibition, you would be a real gangster, a real outlaw. I just laugh. I imagine all you know, because there's beer snobs in the world, and then, and then there's reasonable people who like a beer, um, but it's turned into sort of like the wine industry or like cigars or something where. Oh, we could talk about beers all day long. And I was, I think I was talking to Jordash on the phone one time. I was like, hey, man, but I mean, all bullshit aside, isn't it a bunch of dudes with beards just getting shit faced in a warehouse somewhere? And we, you know, and it's like this big to do about like, oh, now this, the hops are coming from so and so. And now this is a double filtered uh, IPA. Now, that what that means is they take the mash and then, you know, there's a yeast extract. It's like, yeah, but aren't we still just getting shit faced at the end of the day? Isn't that it? Tie it, tie a nice buzz on. Is that. Am I wrong? No. Like, for instance, uh, <laughs> this upsets me. Um, Here we football, go. <laughs> uh, you know, it really grinds my gears. No. Um, f- um, football games, college football, uh, tailgating. Is that not mm-hmm. just drinking in a parking lot? Isn't that just drinking beer in a parking lot somewhere? Uh-huh. You know, the, the, the American pastime of tailgating. Sometimes they throw the old pigskin around and eat yeah. hamburgers. Yeah, grill up some wings and let's get shitty in a parking lot somewhere. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I remember being at a Ohio State football game, um, and they actually I wasn't at the game. I was in the area and I was inside a bar watching the game, and it was uh, Michigan had had almost beat the Buckeyes. And uh, uh, meanwhile, I'm in the bar having a good time. Meanwhile, outside of the bar, literally right outside of the bar, there was riots going on, and Columbus students flipped a car over right like a half block down from where the bar I was at <laughs> was at, and I doubt they were sober. Yeah, the, the, the fraternity kids will get together, and they'll buy an old car, and they'll set it up on the lawn of one of the uh, fraternities, and they'll paint it all blue and yellow, and then... Mm-hmm they all get a turn with like a sledgehammer. And so I've seen like photos of these, you know, really nice looking 19, 20 year old young ladies from different sororities standing on top of a a Toyota, you know, old like nineties Toyota with a sledgehammer. (laughs) Yeah. Just going to town. I guess have your fun. I I don't know. I don't see it. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, John, Drinking is really fun, and I understand why people no, like I, to I, yeah, be no, a I'm connoisseur. Yeah. Uh, I think I think living in the great state of Colorado, and also coming from Cincinnati, where the microbrew scene is is uh, on fire, like really great breweries out there. I get it, and and some people would say it's a an excuse to drink. I get it, um, to be able to to taste different types of beer and have that wonderful experience. But it's part of our culture, whether we like it or not. And uh, no, Jordan, and I, I think no, you're doing the Lord's work I'm, out there. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I like those guys because they break their ass and spend all the time in the lab, and then all I have to do is spend ten dollars and crack, I get it, a, crack it open. <laughs> yeah, get a delicious beer. Um, and I'm yeah, and I'm I'm certainly not like I'm I'm excited for February to end, and I can't wait to have another beer. Um, but that'll I'm also, be a tasty brew. I think it's I think it's okay to be honest about what you're doing sometimes. You know, if you're, <laughs> it, yeah, just. Just slamming, you know, yeah. 13 IPAs at a tasting in the middle of the day, that's a choice yeah. you're making. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> you can call yeah. it a beer tasting or a beer festival. But we every here's what you're doing. You're take you're wasting a Saturday. You're gonna need to take a nap as soon as you get home. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to buy Ubers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what you what what games do you play this week? Oh boy, here all right. I I am about to increase the level of video game activity in my life big time because I am in the process of upgrading like all my hardware in my living room right now. My new TV comes tomorrow, and I could not be more excited. And then uh, I think I'm going to wait a week or two and I'm going to upgrade to the Xbox One X and I'm super excited for that. So there's a handful of games that I have that I didn't want to start because I don't want them to look like shit on my old TV. Like my old TV already has panel issues and it's just the 1080. I am so ready for 4K life, man. Oh, it's a 65 inch Samsung. It's just the LED. I'm not a rich man. I can't get the... that's actually really good you keep saying that but that's probably what it's an entry level it's an entry level 4k tv i mean let's just call it what it is it's fine i'd say it's i'd say it's beyond that man i mean that tcl or vizio like those are your entry level tvs i think you're you're middle plus of the game i'm excited well i can't wait to hear about it hell of a deal on it too yeah so like i have resident evil 2 i have way more red dead to play um, I have a, I have a whole you know whole slew of games that I'm like oh man that the graphics look amazing maybe I should just hold off a little bit so I did a little more Subnautica this week I did um, we played some Rocket League of course that's just our staple um, played some Halo the other day some Master Chief Collection so kind of just awesome. been on a loop but uh, I'm excited to play jump into some new games and share my experience. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I um I also played Rocket League. I, I think I'm getting a little sick of it though. I'm sorry, Seth, but um I might need a little bit of a break. So Seth just um, needs to install Halo Five and some other games. He can do it. Well the problem he's in right now is he needs a hard drive because he's used up up all his space. So I think yeah, he Amazon. has Amazon.com. Let's do yeah, it right? right now. You ready? Let's do it. Seth, you ready? I'm typing in Amazon. <laughs> you can get yourself a nice little what do you want a terabyte what do you want two terabytes let's take a look current price i would External go two hard minimum. drive two you go two probably. yeah with these yeah. games getting bigger especially if you uh down the road get the does he have the x or does he have the he has the, the og i believe or the s maybe oh my he has God. the s yeah oh there's a uh seagate right now four terabyte portable hard drive 94 bucks that's really that's a that's a that's a hot deal. A two terabyte WD sixty nine, or sixty. My bad. A Toshiba one terabyte forty seven. I think I spent that. Or should I think I bought mine like a couple years ago, sixty bucks for like a terabyte. So they only get cheaper. Yeah. yeah get that external. You need it. Well, and try to get Seagate if you can. That is the one like Xbox approved hardware maker. So I don't know if it makes a difference. Um, I'm sure Zane and some of our community members would chime in, but you want USB three, ideally solid state. It's going to run a little faster and a lot quieter, and a lot faster uh, and no noise. Yeah, for and, a solid uh, state. You want to be able to put it in a place where it's not going to heat up your Xbox. So a lot of people put their external hard drives on top of their Xbox. That's a bad idea, folks. Don't do that. 
That thing will cook and they do not do well. Even if you got the X with the internal proprietary coolant system, it just doesn't do well. It's a bad idea. So there's your <laughs> there's your hard drive hot minute. <laughs> hard drive hot minute. All right. Hot minute. Uh, so I played Rocket League. I'm getting over it. Um, I'm still chipping away at Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I just really love that game. It's really fun. I'm uh, I'm really having a great time with it. That would be a good game to play on your new TV, Cream. It's very pretty. Which one? Assassin Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I good one. Yeah, definitely. And then I also uh, I don't do this often, but uh, I went to Redbox. And I rented Kingdom Hearts 3. Tell me more. It's not for me. <laughs> oh, yeah? To anime, to yeah. Square Enix, to uh, listen, Final Fantasy listen, for you? Listen, I feel like the dialogue in that game was, it was, was written very beautifully in Japanese. And then someone translated it via Google Translate into English because sometimes it just doesn't make sense and it plays like a B movie like he's literally having like serious conversations with Goofy and Donald Duck not for me not for me guys but I know it's very popular I was in Best yeah, Buy that's today just that game and that genre man yeah you would not yeah. like the J JRPG world at all I don't think yeah it's just not for me man and uh, I, mean, I was in honest, Best Buy I don't today play a lot of those either but I'm still curious yeah, yeah. Um, but at Best Buy, it was completely sold out. So I know it's popular. Uh, it's just not. It's just not for me. And it also like it looked dated. It did not look like a modern video game. It honestly looked like something that could have come out on the 360. It was not um, very graphically. You're getting too used to your Xbox, bud. That game is really crisp. I saw some gameplay online, and I think you. I think your eyes are getting like desensitized to how sharp and clear. And how what quality textures you're getting? You're getting like uncompressed textures in that game on your setup with your Xbox One X and your mm -hmm. your badass. So you think uh, it's my setup? No, no. I think your eyes are just getting used to top quality. You're used to looking at games yeah, like that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. This is not top quality. <laughs> like it's just by design, uh, though. It's just cartoony looking game a little bit, you know. Either way, if anyone is out there playing it and you love it, let me know. But uh. That was three dollars, uh, and it not it was well spent. I wanted to give it a try. I What's also, the first world, Hercules. Uh, Hercules is Olympus is the first world. Okay, so I put that's that's about I, I made. You don't want to get to boss. Toy Story and see the see Andy's toy box and stuff. I I, would, I do, and there's also a Pirates of the Caribbean level too that apparently is much more modern graphics, like it's much more photorealistic. Yeah. But uh, not for me. Not for me, guys. Okay. And uh, if, if you're playing it and you like it, let me know. Holla at your boy. But, uh, yeah, it's a little hokey, <laughs> which is a lot for me because I love shitty movies. I love B movies. I love camp and, like, uh, from, a, like, a genre perspective. Uh, it was just too much. <laughs> All right. And speaking of movies, I, uh, I finally got a hold of that Black K K Klansman movie, which is amazing. So if anyone hasn't seen Oh, I seen loved it seen that me and Lori every year uh right around the oscar season we try to and we actually have been pretty good about it for the last three or four years we try to watch all the nominees so that we're in the know and we have a good opinion on uh what might take the best picture i'm rooting for black panther this year i just think that would be Ooh. you don't think so no i don't think that movie's that great 
I think it's I don't fine. Think it's, like I think it's I, good, yeah. but I don't think it's movie of the year. I mean, well, the funny thing is, a, if we're picking a comic book movie, I'd go Infinity Wars or something like that. Well, it was nominated for on the effects side of things, but it wasn't nominated for a best picture. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, other, uh, we watch Roma as well, which is a that one will probably win. It's on Netflix. Um, it's um, uh, Quran, the same guy who directed Revenant and uh, the Sandy Bullock movie where they're Gravity, Gravity. He directed that one as well. It's um, it's beautiful. It's a wonderful film. You do have to read. There's a lot of subtitles. Black and white. Highly recommend it. Um, it's timely too because it, it tells a really human story of uh, what it means to be Latin American, and I think it's uh, it's awesome. And I think I think hopefully everyone watches it because <laughs> it's really great. Stars Born is on the list as well, which I've already talked about. So it's there's some there's some real zingers on the list for this year's uh, Academy Awards. Um, not a movie, but I've been consuming True Detective season three. And oh, Goldie Bear was telling me about it. Yeah, I'm giving that all the thumbs up so far. I think I'm three episodes in, and I really like it. Really like that actor they have as the main guy, Detective Hayes. And okay. uh, the bad guy from Blade is his partner. I forget his name. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, is it better than season two? Oh, my God. They could have filmed a turd rolling around <laughs> in the sand, and it would be better than season two. I was too excited. What happened was season one just set the bar way too high with Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson, really engaging characters, good writing. Yeah, good story too. Oh, yeah. Cool, man. Well, you want to get into some trivia? Oh, yes. I think I'm ready, yes. Okay. So for you listeners at home, if you are interested in taking part, in episode 10, Rad Dad Radio Trivia. Please, holler within the Mixler chat. If you ever listen to us on Mixler, again, Wednesday nights, sometime around 9 o'clock Eastern Time. We start a little earlier tonight, which is pretty great, but somewhere around 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Um, you can join us on Mixler and participate with the show, which is lots of fun. And uh, for those listening at home, you can hear in the background, we have some Back to the Future music. That's right, Creams. It's a Back to the Future themed trivia. Oh, man. You're, I already know you're going to go way too deep on me, but I'm ready, man. I we'll faith. see. I, I think I gave you some Gotta softballs in here. <laughs> Gotta have faith. Uh, I gave you some softballs in there, so I think you'll do all right. All For right. those playing from home, uh, we do have a gold bar contest. First person to get uh, 15 gold bars on the Mixler side of things will get a uh, now officially rare that you can't find them anymore. Red Dead collapsible shot glass. Looks like a little pocket watch when it's all collapsed up. So that's what we're giving out to the first listener that has 15 gold bars. And then for the guest and host here in the studio, you can win a $60 plus legit cowboy hat. That's what we're playing for. First to 15 gold bars. Cream, what is the what's the scoreboard at? I got you and Nighthawk tied with two gold bars. I have one. Jordash Shaquille has one, and Carl Jr. has one. All right. Um, all right, so we got some folks playing from home, it looks like. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Uh, Creamy, make sure you close out your chat. 
Confirmed. Chat closed. Confirmed. I didn't open it to start with. Counting on you to monitor all that. Golden Bear asked if I was drinking his whiskey. I am not, bud. I only saved that for you. I am drinking Axe and the Oak. It's pretty good. It's Colorado, Colorado whiskey. Um, because I'm not going to give up booze for the month of February. I don't really drink just, that often. Guys. I just pictured you Ooh, in yeah. a hollowed out oak tree drinking Axe body spray from a jar. Oh, I've, well, I've done that. <laughs> Axe in the oak. Let's go. All right. Okay. Who all's playing Back. against me? So far, we got Nighthawk and Goldie Bear. I see. Nighthawk's going to smash me. Jordash Shaquille is there, so I'm going to assume he's probably going to jump in once we start asking some questions. So let's get to it. Here we go. In the original Back to the Future script, what did Robert Zemeckis originally use as the time machine? Oh, I've heard this. Uh... Seth is in. I know they they went with the DeLorean because they wanted something that looks like a spaceship so that when he gets to the... Really, they just needed a car with the doors that went up like that for that barn scene. Yeah. Yeah. So it looked like a UFO. Um, What were they originally going to use? It wasn't an automobile. Or was it? You can't give me hints. Um, I'm going to say a... I'm going to say a hot tub. I'm going to go hot tub. Confirmed. A hot tub. <laughs> really? No, I can't. I can't remember, man. I. Okay. I need the booze. My mind is so clear right now. <laughs> I'm waiting on our mixer uh, friends to chime in. Okay. Um, the original Back to the Future time machine was a refrigerator. Oh, damn it. They acknowledged so, it in the Crystal Skull movie. They did. That's the fun piece of trivia in the Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones. Somehow survives an atomic bomb by getting into a refrigerator. (laughs) See, that movie is even better than season two of True Detective. Nighthawk says fridge, so Nighthawk gets a point. Ventrilofar and Oglesby say a Thunderbird, which is coincidental. They both said the same thing. And Golden Bear says a toilet. Nice try, Golden Bear. Nighthawk's cheating. I'm saying it. He's looking shit up, man. Well, I'm going to say uh, moving forward, just we'll give them the point, but moving forward is um, there is a 15-second delay on, um, on Mixler. So essentially, if you don't get your answer in by the time Creamy does, or around 30 seconds, then you, you out. You out of it. So just keep that in mind. Um, yes, it was a fridge. Fun fact, Ford um, tried to pay Universal Studios $75,000 to use a Mustang. And Robert Zemeckis replied, Doc Brown doesn't use no fucking Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to travel right. through time, you might as well do it with a little style, Marty. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Marty. 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 Uh, number two. Question two. You, you, I'm sure Great you know this. Scott. <laughs> Sorry. Who originally played Marty McFly but was replaced after six weeks of shooting? Oh, man. I don't know his name. Fred Savage. (laughs) Fred Savage in 1985 would have been... (laughs) Seven years old. Um, Yeah, eight or nine years old, yeah. Let's see. He went on to do nothing ever in his career. That's not true. He He was in stuff? Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, he was in stuff. 
Oh, man. I'm going to say Timothy Elephant. Elephant. Idris no. Elbow. No, Nighthawk is correct again. It is Eric Stoles. Nighthawk just stoles those points from me. Ouch. I Golden Bear said Keanu Reeves, which I actually wish that would have happened. I think that would have been great. Oh, it did happen. It's called Bill and Ted's Excellent That's Adventure. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Eric Stoles, also famous for The Fly 2, the sequel to Jeff Goldblum's. Everyone loves The Fly 2. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So All right. right so Nighthawk's <laughs> on the board with two. Uh, adjusted for inflation. Adjust, that's key. Adjusted for inflation. So today's monies. How much money did Back to the Future 1 make in 1985, <clears throat> but adjusted for inflation? Uh, carry the two. This is uh, I'll give you a couple. Or, uh... Give you a little hint here. It was the it was the number one grossing movie of 1985, and it is number 64 of top grossing movies of all time. Adjusted or? And we're gonna go closest to the answer here, Krems. Okay. Uh, I'll say adjusted. Mm, I'll say 150 million. Okay. Is this domestic or international? Uh, this is domestic. Oh, hold on then. Go 145 million. 145 million. <laughs> All right. Uh, the correct answer is 492. 492 million. Once again, Nighthawk is closest. He said 400 million. Golden Bear, 185. Oh my god, he's two, so good with this shit. Nighthawk. Two, 220. <laughs> he says he's wow. not. He's, he says he's not. Oh, okay, but, so we'll believe him. His name yeah. is Nighthawk. That means he literally hunts on prey in the darkness. <laughs> in the darkness. <laughs> All right, question number four. In a famous goof, where does Vern Brown point frantically at the end of Back to the Future 3. It's Dick. You're correct. You beat our listeners. Listeners, you got to be faster than that. It's dick tip. Yep. He points to his dick. Apparently he had to pee and he was trying to tell his on-set tutor that he had to go to the bathroom. So if at the end of the movie you can see it, little blonde kid pointing at his jimma jamma. Dude, what are the odds that that makes it into the cut, too? I mean, you're right. Editing, well, Zemeckis is a little this. bit of a goof, man. I, I have, a, I mean, I, you think they saw it and they were like, you know what? That's hilarious. Leave that in. Leave that shot in. Yeah. Well, I mean, to just give you an example, I mean, he's a, an a, attention to detail, dude. If you remember in Back to the Future One, there was a used car salesman, uh, last name Sadler, and then in uh, just a walk by scene of Back to the Future Three, there's a, a horse salesman. Sadler. It's so, it's he's he's like thought all this stuff out. So I have a feeling he likes to, uh, he likes to. He knew that that dick point scene was in there. He said, "No, no, no! Give him more lemonade. No, give him another Coca Cola. Yeah, all right, we're gonna film. All right, we're ready. The kid has to pee. Oh, he's okay. gonna do it. There he is. He's pointing. Shoot. All right. So this one, uh, you're gonna arrange these in the correct order. So. This is the Tannen family, specifically the males of the Tannen family. And you're going to arrange them in order of um, who was born first to who was born um, last. 
Um, I will give you the names of the tannins, and then you're going to put them in the correct order, okay? I bet I can do it without you even giving me the names. How about that? Uh, okay. Well, let me just say this. There's one, two, three, four tannins. Yeah. Um, so Mad Dog. Mad Dog, correct. Number one. Yep. And then I'm, I guess I'm having trouble with the 1950s. Oh, no, that's just Biff. Uh, but there was Biff had a no that's okay so then Biff and then you got his son which has to he has to clean Marty's Jeep and or Marty's truck in 1985 and that's the name I'm blanking on that Here, guy, I was gonna give you the names <laughs> and then you could put them in the right order I'm ready okay so listeners at home you still can get in on this um, I already gave you half the So you mentioned Mad Dog and Biff. There's yeah. also Irving the Kid Tannen and Biff Jr. Okay, so Biff Jr. The, or I'm sorry. So start over. <sighs> Mad Dog. Mad Dog, check. Biff. You've, you've, you're wrong. What? It's, I thought it was Griff. I thought that was the the future boy. Griff Tannen. Yeah. I, I forgot to mention Griff. I I apologize. And <laughs> so Griff Future Boy is obviously the last one. Yeah. And so it goes Biff Biff Junior Griff. Well, you, okay, it's 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 Mad Dog. Yeah. Irving the kid, who's Mad okay. Dog's son and Biff's oh. father. Okay. Okay. So Irving well, I, the kid. Just give Nighthawk the points. I think it's it's. I think you're saying them almost in order. Mad Dog. Yeah. Mad Dog, Irving, yeah, Irving, Biff, Biff Jr., and Griff. Those sports don't work on water. <laughs> Hello. Um, Nighthawk, you're almost correct. You forgot Griff. Sorry, wrong answer, bud. All right, so no uh, points creamy... awarded. That was a mess. That was a mess. <laughs> I'll take the points. I mean, I'll take the points. I know you will. But I won't, because I have honor. I was a mess. Well, and and Nighthawk, you already got the point, bud. So Nighthawk is winning on the board. He's got three. And then uh, myself has two. And then you and Jordy have, have one, correct? That's right. All right. Carl. Carl? Is Carl in there, too? Carl, how's it going? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Carl's got one. So what am I doing, giving Nighthawk another point? Yep. All right, Nighthawk takes the lead. Wait, did I get a bar? You have a, you no, you did not get a bar. It's just for who wins the day. That's the person that gets a bar. Okay. Okay. Right? Let's get Well, no, you could have gotten a bar, but you didn't get the majority. I got the Oh, I got the, the uh, that's right. Got to get the majority. <laughs> that's weird. The only one I got right is that little kid pointing at his penis on that futuristic train. Yeah, well, no, I don't know what that tells you. Yes, I'm learning about myself today. <laughs> All right, let's get into our news. Hot off the press. Hot off the press. So many newses. All right, Game Pass update. So for all of you Game Pass subscribers, we've talked a lot about Game Pass. It is definitely uh, worth the, the the money. There's deals on it all the time too. So it's a great um, value. 
great value, currently going great, 10 bucks a month, uh, totally worth it. They just added Batman Return to Arkham. So they did a, a remaster and a little repolish of the original Arkham Asylum game for, uh, for uh, uh, Batman. Rocksteady made that game. Have you played this game? I have not. I've played a little bit of the second one. I forget what it was called. Arkham Asylum. No. So there's Arkham City, Arkham yeah. Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight are the. I played the a little games. bit of City, yeah, and I just, uh, yeah, never got my hands on any of those. That's good news for a guy like me. I'll play that. They also added Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Is that the new, new, new? The newest one. Yep. Dang, that didn't take long. So here's the bummer of it. Did, oh. I didn't see that coming, and uh, uh, Goldie Bear purchased that game. So, oh, that's the bummer. Yeah, it's just always a bummer oh, okay. when when you actually you pay full price for a game that you're going to get for free. So, well, but no one saw that coming a year ago when it came out. That came out right before Christmas time this year. No. Yeah. That is a bummer. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. How many um, uh, uh, how many how many stars out of out of five do you give that game? Well, I played the first two, and I would I mean I put them on the same level. Uh, I would say that they're probably four out of five stars. They're it's a great story. It's a kind of open wor- world, but a little linear, so it's easy to kind of know where you're going. It does have some like uh, Uncharted style quick time events, but you also get to see Laura Croft die and really awful ways oh, that's right the deaths are <laughs> yeah. so violent that's right now do i have to pl- do i have to finish rise to get the full enjoyment or should like should i finish rise first before so apparently this is all part of a trilogy um so yeah i would if okay. you haven't played the first two they actually might be on game pass i i don't know right rise is on game pass or at least it was last time i was playing it yeah so um oh goldie bear says it was only 30 bucks all right that's that's reassuring, bud. Uh, crackdown number one. The first Crackdown is now free on Xbox, on the Xbox Live store. So you don't need to have Game Pass. Just look it up. If you want to play the original Crackdown, you can play it for free. It is a fun play. It's a quick one, um, but all the game mechanics that they're adding into the new game, you get a chance to kind of feel what that upgrade feels like, feel the power of being a super cop, drive these su- awesome cars all over the city, there's all kinds of fun challenges. There's different gangs, gangs and different bosses you have to take out. So if you are unsure about Crackdown 3, I would highly recommend download one and give it a shot because it's a pretty good time. All Agreed. right, Mortal, Com- Mortal Kombat 11 update. Fatality. So we have some new characters that were announced this week. Do you remember Cabal? I think so. Um, did he have a? No, I'm thinking of Jax. He reminds me of like, Cabal. He has like fire pokers. <laughs> he has like these two. I don't know the oh, name. Oh, he's of a the robot, weapons. right? He's not a robot, is he? I don't. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, the picture of him doesn't look like a robot. It looks like a dude wearing like a gas mask with long, greasy hair, and he's got these two. Oh kind, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Uh, I don't know. They're like a maybe like size, but they're more. I don't know. They look like fire pokers to me. Oh, yeah, then, I remember this guy. He first uh, showed the, up in Mortal Kombat 3, I believe. I think you're right. And then Devorah. Uh, Devorah is a new character that was added in Mortal Kombat X, Mortal Kombat 10. She's like a bug lady. 
Oh, she remember oh, her? That's yeah. That's um, that's Maggie's character. Yeah. My wife. And then they added a new female character, similar to uh, Jade and Melina, same kind of character style, and her name is Scarlet, spelled S K R L E T, and she wears all red. I have no, I have no other information besides that. It's a fitting name if she's wearing. <laughs> if she's wearing red, yeah. Yeah, they really got they dug into that character there. Yeah. I'm, I'm always Scarlet, wondering, like, okay. how, yeah. I mean, they're gonna, they're slowly releasing all this. They also are with every release of new characters. They're also like plugging the pre-order content, which we talked about a little bit last week. Is you know, don't pre-order a game. However, with a game like this, it's a fighting game. If there is a pre-order fighter that that's the only way you can get them, sure, go ahead and do it. They usually release that stuff later though at a cheaper price, so. I would just sit tight. It's rare that it's an exclusive pre-order character. But, uh, I mean, I'll probably pre-order that game just because I know I'm going to like it and I know I'm going to play it. So. And they usually give you, like, a fighter or something, don't they? Give you a bonus character or two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. It's like you get these, like, you know, special pre-order characters. Do you um, remember what you got for pre-ordering 10 or X? Um, One of them, you got Goro was a pre-order oh. character. Or maybe it was a skin for Goro? I can't remember. Yeah. I like Goro in that game, though. That is a good time. Yeah, can you imagine, like, seeing that dude in real life? <laughs> well, I think they did a really uh, really good job on the uh, on the movie version of Goro all the way in back in the yeah, 90s you're right. or whenever that thing came out. That yeah. was really well he, done. For, he I had think, that, like, Ninja Turtle rubber look going on. Yeah. The, you know what's funny is i think they had the same uh, effect studio that did the ninja turtles or or oh, whichever really? one came first yeah they it was the same house or whatever yeah uh cream you got a subnautica update bud um oh I'm, I, yeah they just I'm gonna, announced I'm gonna, it i'm gonna jump into this definitely but why don't you Dude, tell you me a little play bit this. yeah and the so the I, I always talk about playing it in vr this is not a vr game it, vr was an afterthought and it's a cool way to play it but um, it is a it is a great game and it's on your Xbox or your PC. Um, it doesn't take much of a PC to run it too. The specs, the recommended um, specs for it are like not uh, requirements. That's not that high. Most PCs will run it, uh, but they have a new. I don't know if if it's just a whole new game. I guess it would be considered in a, like a an addition in it like an addition to the original game, but it's called Below Zero and it's got. From what oh, I can tell, a whole it's a whole new planet. Oh, but it's but it's water based and it has some land areas too. Um, the trailer, I mean, just look up the trailer and I don't know. It's kind of one of those survival games that I mean, the original too. That if you like those types of games and any any level, you're gonna you're gonna I think you're gonna be surprised by this game because it has a story that drives you through you know, different moments. And right now in the game, I'm right to the point where I can start building like underwater habitats. So I've only been living life out of my rescue pod that got jettisoned from the ship that crash landed on this planet. And now for the first time I can start crafting bigger vehicles and have like a little garage and add on different areas to my habitat. I can build several habitats and travel between them and manufacture oxygen and learn how to drink my own pee and stuff it's awesome right on <laughs> it's a first yeah, person gonna... it's really fun is it it's not multiplayer is it 
no, it's totally put your headphones on, turn the turn the lights out, and just get into it. And yeah, there's going to be a moment every once in a while. It doesn't hold your hand through it. So I mean, there's some info within the game, and as long as you go through the index and figure out what components you need to build certain things, it'll tell you kind of where to find the components. The one tip I had, and and I don't know if I missed this or what, but as you're swimming around in the game, if you're going to start playing it, any scrap metal you see on the ground, go down and explore it because there's items hidden within the scrap metal that you can scan with your scanning device, which is like the first item you get in the game. And if you scan different items, you get blueprints and can learn how to build those items. So I missed that at some point. I'm playing this game and I'm hitting this wall and I'm like, what is going on? And I started looking around and then I finally started scanning stuff. I'm like, oh, this is how I improve my technology. So you, you know, upgrade your suit, your tanks, your, your helmet, your fins. There's a point in the game where you got to get like radiation proof stuff so that you can explore new areas. And just when you think you kind of have the game figured out, you'll get to an area and find a whole new group of species and a way deeper cave than you thought the game would go. It's, it's really fun. All right. Well, I'm going to give it a shot. You've, you've, yeah, so the, the new me. one is out. Yeah, the new one's out. It's 1999. And, um, it's it's called Below Zero, and they're just doing like a whole ice version of this. And they have a photo of a young lady on a cool like looks like a, almost like one of those land speeders from Star Wars, but like a futuristic Subnautica version of it. Pretty cool. Awesome. Um, and then you also have a VR update. There's a exciting game coming yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's the it's sort of the unofficial sequel to. Well, no, it is official. It's by the same company. It's a Sony game, and it's uh, the Groundhog Day sequel. So you get to play as Bill Murray's uh, son in the game, and it has a real cartoony vibe, which is great, which because. That base, I think they're making more games like that because then you don't have. It's not, it's not cutting out a whole bunch of people that don't have, you know, GTX 1080 graphics cards and, you know, two thousand dollar gaming machines, um, and that opens it up to the idea of that game coming to uh, mobile headsets like the Quest, the Oculus Quest, which comes out in a couple months and I will continue to be hyped for and talk about. And then when it comes out, you'll have to hear me talk about it that much more. And then you'll have to buy one and then we can <laughs> hang out together in a virtual world and watch movies in my Oculus room while playing Boggle or chess. It's going to be great. Um, right on. Very yeah. I think, that one. That I mean, I love fun. one of my favorite parts about that movie is they never tell you why this is happening. It just is. It just happens, which I think, yeah, I love that. I feel like movies today kind of either add a prequel that explains, like, let's use Annabelle, Annabelle as an example. Like, in The Conjuring, what a cool little tease of something really scary. And then they make an Annabelle movie, um, and uh, it was okay. Like, it's essentially an old Victorian-era Chucky running around, you know? And then they made Annabelle Origins, and that's when they jumped the shark. And it was, you know, we don't need to know. I don't. And Solo, I'll use the same thing with Solo. I don't need to know why Chewie has a life life oath to Han Solo. I don't need to know that. I just want to, I just need to know that they're good buddies that hangs out with a giant Bigfoot dog who doesn't wear pants. Like, I think that's fine. And movies today tend to over explain or give unnecessary purpose to, 
why certain things are the way they are. So Groundhog Day, A plus on that uh, on the delivery. So I'm, did I'm you, curious. Did you watch the trailer for it? Uh, no, I just read the article. I didn't. See okay, the so there's there is a trailer for it, and it's and it's funny because he's you know it's the it's voiceover from Bill Murray's kid, and he's like, you know, I'm here in uh, Punxsutawney, and uh, my my dad, he's a big deal around this town, and you know they all love him and all this, and then he goes into the, he said now I'm you know trapped in the the same loop that my dad was, and I I like the idea of it being a VR kind of exploration game because to me it sounds like the gameplay will be go explore try to learn as much as you can and in that day and then when the day ends you'd have you you got to start over right and you got to right. do that until you solve problems and and in the loop like bill murray did oh wow so that's cool I'm so in. maybe like one day you're gonna work on okay i gotta go talk to that chick in the diner who gave my dad all those donuts and thought he was a weirdo when he was calling himself god <laughs> is annie potts our mom i don't know i hope so okay looks good though uh, it's real cartoony though i mean so don't don't expect oh whoa virtual reality man i can whoa. see everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks the, fun the though, groundhog right? looks so real <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're buying one of those things man we are gonna play so many vr games together all right well i i gotta try it before i buy it i'll bring it over all right, finally, uh, well, not finally, uh, this is awesome and crazy and came out of nowhere. But in a recent board call, Phil Spencer announced that Xbox Live is going to be sold as a platform to different, uh, to different clients. So, for example, if uh, your Linux, if you wanted to download Xbox Live on your Linux PC, you could do that. Maybe Apple could you could have Xbox Live on your Apple. And what it's doing is it's selling a really tried and true online gaming platform. Um, so, And I'll talk a little bit more about it because the biggest part of this announcement is that Xbox has announced that Xbox Live will be on the Nintendo Switch. So, It's crazy. If any of you are Switch owners, um, you'll be Does able to use mean? the... Does that mean playing Xbox games on the Switch? Or just no. the app, like the social app and stuff. No, it doesn't. Um, your 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 account and everything associated with your Xbox Live um, online persona and presence that will carry over, but the games are going to be unique to the system that Xbox Live is on. So it doesn't mean you can start playing. You know, um, sh let's think Halo, for example. That right. that wouldn't show up, but. If you wanted to play Splatoon, which is a Nintendo game, or Smash Brothers, you could use all the same features that you're used to using in Xbox Live. And I think this is really smart because uh, Nintendo has struggled with their online user interface and connectivity and platform going back to the Wii, the original Wii. So I think it's a smart move on Nintendo to, in a way, Americanize uh, what they're doing, so they're using. So for us, you know, in in this continent, it's going to be a familiar user interface and a really easy way to, you know, strike up a game or have a party chat or uh, capture a, a a thirty second clip of what whatever you're playing. So I think that is awesome, and I think it's very clear to me, Creams, that Xbox um, is very much bigger and larger in terms of their strategic plan than just that black or white console that you have underneath your TV. 
Yeah, and I mean, I'd say the closest the closest thing to um, the Xbox Live, the service, is probably the PlayStation Network. And the Xbox Live services, it's been proven to be like way more stable. Um, the, yeah. the PS Network apparently goes down pretty frequently. And then right. do you remember? Um, do you remember when? Was that a couple Christmases ago? The big, the hack or whatever that shut down oh, yeah. everyone's live services for like a week. Yeah. That was yeah. crazy. Xbox got that shit up and running pretty quick. Uh, I think the PlayStation kids were were still out. And you know it it is a pain in the ass that you have to pay for it. But look how stable it is, and look at all the updates they constantly push onto it. Here's a big old piece of news. Can I drop some news on you real quick? Drop the news, man. I'm gonna drop it. Totally related. So right now. On your on your phone, if you have the Xbox uh, app or on your PC, you can just straight up download your clips now. They have added that. Have you seen? Oh this? yeah, that's right. That's a good piece you of just news. Just download them now. That's I've been wanting that forever. I've been uh, with you, if you're if you like to edit your clips together and put goofy music on it and put stuff up on YouTube, it is kind of a pain in the ass. Um, I mean, you can do it or you could do it before this, but now it is going to be so much easier to. Just take that content and put it into a video editor, either on your phone or on your PC, and uh, go to town and, and make fun, you know, compilation videos of you and your friends playing. I love doing that shit, and I wish more people would do it. Like, think of <laughs> it's think great. Of, think of social media in general. Like, if you're playing a game, dude, dude, show me your fatality and put it up on your Facebook or on your Instagram. I would watch that if I if I know yeah. you, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, you made it. You made a really great uh, Red Dead uh, compilation um, of you just <laughs> being an absolute psychopath, murdering <laughs> nonstop. Yeah, I should make another. I need to make another version of that. Uh, we need to play more Red Dead, folks, so that we can uh, make well, some more clips. <laughs> how about that? We so we have a family thread for the Egbert family, and my mom's on there, and everybody's on there, and I, I posted that. That was me trying it out for the first time. I downloaded that from the Xbox app. That video of me lassoing a little little fawn, and then oh, okay. slice and then cutting its oh, throat yeah. open. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. I didn't even know you could lasso animals. That yeah. showed me something I um, didn't even know you could do. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that online. I was like, oh, I, I want to try this. There's a bunch of deer running. Yeah, you can. You don't have to just shoot animals. You can lasso them first, um, and and then. Then, then you just bring it closer to you. you. Just pull your knife out instantly and kill it. It's pretty dark. Awesome. Uh, pretty dark little scene. And our mom freaked out. And she was like, "Why? Why would you do that?" I was like, "Mom, where do you think we get the stew? All right, we we need the stew. <laughs> Joel. You're, you you're the like, stew. it's got the stew, mom. <laughs> we need that stew." <laughs> so, funny. I I'm curious for those Mixler listeners and for you guys listening at home. Is this going to be enough? Is this going to push you over the edge? Are you going to buy a Switch now that Xbox is going to be on the Switch? Is that Are we going to have some uh, Are we going to have to start talking about Nintendo now? Let me know, holler in the yeah. comments. I don't know, I'm curious. I'm, I I want to see like what it actually looks like and what features carry over and uh, uh, and what parts of our account carry over. I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, uh, just a party chat alone would be kind of nice i guess if you were playing i don't know what what are big online games for the switch right now there's i guess smash brothers mario kart i mean, I mean multiplayer uh, i'm sorry yeah yeah i'm not i'm not super hyped to the switch but i know the those two for sure are probably the 
the two biggest ones. I know there's a new Mario Mario Party game. Yeah. Um, Splatoon is pretty yeah. popular. So right now, I mean, for the price. Oh, you know what? Rocket League's on there. That would be kind oh. of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite is definitely on there. Yeah. All right. Um, Anthem Anthem update. Cream and I finally got into the demo. We played it. Yeah. We tell them, it. tell them, tell them about our experience it. after yeah, we I shat on the game for an hour. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> we were episode. shitting on it. I think we were being cautious. We were being realistic and truthful. We didn't listen. We don't want the Destiny experience again. All right. We don't mm. want a game that we beat in a week and a half. And it was like, no. all right, well that was fun. I guess I'll pay forty dollars for an update so I can play two more hours of content. Yeah. And maybe uh, uh, you know level twenty more light levels and get some new gauntlets. Um, but, um, yeah, and, you know, everything I was screaming about last week was more about that um, that leak for what their marketplace... The prices. Yeah, their marketplace may look like. Which they did respond to some of the feedback from that, and they okay. did say that that was a demo screen, and it was unfortunate because it didn't respect actual... It didn't reflect actual prices, but to your point last week, it could easily been them the testing the market. Yeah. They also said that everything that you can buy can also be purchased with shards. Not to yeah, be confused I sh- with sharded shards. Yeah, sharded in my pants when I saw twenty dollars for a red skin. <laughs> but you could also, similar to Grand Theft Auto, you could earn the currency to also buy the same stuff. So yeah. But um, I mean, in terms of talking about the game experience, it felt amazing. Right. It we right. in ten minutes had the control controls down so it was a really easy to understand control scheme um and we also got to play around with some of the different javelin armor sets that are there it was uh it was a lot of fun i I actually really liked it i wish i had a little more time with it because i played only three missions we didn't did you ever get to try one of the uh they're called strike missions and in destiny but what do they call them in this uh dang it joel I have no idea. Yeah, you do. Mm-mm. Nope. It's it's Don't not know. a basically it's not a mission and it's not it's not free roam. It was the other option, an outpost. Okay. Did you get to try that? No. No, I only played with you. Okay, so we didn't even play much. We only played like three missions, but our first impression. I generally impression... don't play multiplayer games by myself. Yeah. That actually explains that your skill level in a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I kid. Um, but yeah, yeah, we liked it. I think I'm, I think I'm looking forward to it. I'm not gonna pre-order it. I'm going to wait. I want to see some reviews yeah, for it. I want to see I, the reviews um, too. I don't know if I feel like the angry, the angry Joe review guy. Have you ever, have you ever yeah, seen I'm his familiar. YouTube channel? He, yeah. he is so nitpicky. Um, but in a good way, so that if there is something in there that you think might bother you, he's gonna he's gonna go full throttle on it, and then that way you're kind of aware in advance. Um, so I, yeah, there's a few reviewers that I really trust and feel like I have a, a similar um, uh, taste or preference for video games. So I'm I'm gonna wait. I wanna wait wait a week or two, see some reviews, see some deep game stuff. I because that's my biggest concern. If the game is only too. yeah, if the game is only thirty hours and and then you're doing the old uh, you know grind where you can play the same mission over and over and over and over and over and try to unlock armor, then I might not be interested. Time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. 
and um, it's not I, much time because I think it's out in like a couple well, weeks or something. Twenty so, second. So it, com- it comes out on the twenty second, but if you are an EA Access member, you'll get it for a week early. Um, so that would also be another big game coming out on the fifteenth. Again, the fifteenth is huge. We got a Metro Exodus, Far Cry New Dawn. Crackdown 3, and now for the EA Access members, we'll have Anthem as well, too. So that's a lot going on <laughs> on have Valentine's Day. Um, have you heard any more gameplay impressions for Crackdown 3? Because this is one of those games, like, I have the Game Pass, so it's not going to break my heart if it sucks because I'm not going to have to right. pay $60 to play it, but I am going to play it. Have you heard anything else? So the only thing it? that has been shown off was, and we talked about this last week a little bit, was the multiplayer. And uh, it it looks fun, but again, the destruction of the environments look not as... Uh, me and Golden Bear were talking about this. In Battlefield, when a building explodes, it you feel the power of that explosion and the weight of the materials and there's particle effects and you usually die. Whereas in Crackdown, it feels like you're shooting like fishing coolers and you don't die. So it's, you know, it's too early for me to really make an official kind of what I feel. But I agree with you. Oh, sure. You play it for free? Yeah, I didn't know if you heard anything about people playing it or people in the press getting their hands on it. Um, No, the the rumors are that the campaign is awesome, Um, that the, the campaign is really fun. But that's just kind of rumors. Uh, but the multiplayer, which you can see on IGN, um, I don't know, doesn't look like anything, um, mind blowing, but multiplayer is also one of those things. Like if, if you just watched Fortnite, you wouldn't be like, Oh gosh, I have to play that. Like it's one of those things you kind of have to experience. So who knows? Who knows? I don't know. It's kind of a first step in where, I think the industry is going, which is like a streaming boxes, you know, so you're, you're doing a lot of the compute offsite at a server and then you're paying for like a Netflix type subscription and you get to, you get to buy the game and not have to have all this, um, yeah. processing power at your, at your house. You know, you can, yeah. you'd have a controller and like a little Roku type thing and you could play these games and it has that, um, cloud processing with all the building destruction and stuff, which I, I was impressed with that when I saw it. And if they've improved on what they showed, whatever, two years ago at E3, I'm excited for that. Yeah. I want to knock a building over and watch it fall down and Hell break yeah, in realistic pieces and a gas line well, explode and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and imagine all of Kakfu, that's our gaming group, like in there doing that at the same time, trying to get a flag from A to B. I think that could be awesome, but time will tell. Right. Uh, finally... Uh, we have Microsoft Studios is now Xbox Game Studios, um, which is funny because back, if you remember, Cream, back in like 2002, 2003, um, you know, they changed a lot of Xbox stuff to Microsoft. And uh, it, it was like Microsoft was trying to capitalize off the popularity of Xbox. But now it's the reverse is happening. Xbox is, is like is dominating in a lot of different areas right now. So it makes sense. Xbox game studios. Uh, and this is all again, part of that acquisition that Phil Spencer has been, uh, undergoing for the last few years, just buying up great gaming companies to create original Xbox content. Yeah. I think every, um, hardware, you know, game like console manufacturer, I think that's, that's the move, man. If you can get a couple 
couple big uh, talented developers on your side making making stuff just for you because right now yeah. i mean the console wars it's pretty much dead um people it's just so want to play even. awesome games yeah, yeah yeah and and that's really the final thing it comes down to is um the exclusives like okay if you're a halo guy we got you on xbox if you want to play god of war you're gonna need a playstation i mean that See is ya. the that that's the only get I mean, out of here the only, boy. Uh, di- the only divider on yeah and PlayStation 5, uh, there is a rumor that it could be coming out this year. Yeah, they might try to beat Microsoft. I, I saw Microsoft as early as 2021. 20, I thought 2020. 2020 maybe. Yeah. I think that would be the earliest. Yeah. And they're talking about – they've already released the specs on it or they've leaked, air mm-hmm. quotes, leaked. Um and basically, it's just double the power of the Xbox One X, and then they're also um, releasing a. So it'll be like a three-tiered system, is what I saw. So right. there'll be a and streaming. A... There'll be like a real cheap streaming box that'll probably go for like two hundred bucks, and that means you'll just stream, and it, you won't run games there right. in your living room, which is cool that they're already like getting to that. Um, that's why I think it'll be more like 2021 and not uh, next year. Um, yeah, I imagine the... you'll have to have a pretty good internet connection for that to hold up. Oh, sure. And that's like a, that's like the next big uh, technology hurdle, right? Like just brought mm-hmm. like uh, bandwidth, <laughs> like on a, yeah. on a national level. Like if everyone wants to install games that are 80 gigs and mm-hmm. they want to, uh, cloud compute and do all that stuff developers have to get really smart with how they're managing like these packets that are flying all around you know um, right which I mean who, I mean they're making they make progress with that stuff I mean imagine you know what we were what we were doing 10 years ago and how online services behaved and and now we're doing it seems like 30 times that just on a right. PC you know Right. I'm sitting here. I got I got a browser open. I'm talking on Skype. My phone's connected, and I, it's not like I have the best internet in the world. I got a dope ass uh, uh, router, but you know, <laughs> I showed you my router, right? You talked about it, yeah. <sighs> I thought I sent you a photo. It looks like a a spider got flipped over on his back, and it's uh, is it's it like a, a Blackhawk or Nighthawk? <laughs> it it is, yeah. It's a night. It's a Netgear Nighthawk, and. Yeah. Is it really called a Nighthawk? I think so, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I also have a Netgear Nighthawk. Yeah. Mine's better than but yours. Anyways. Um, I bet yours is if, because uh, mine's like the original <laughs> version. So it's a Yeah, they couple, have a few models. Maybe three years old, yeah. Okay. Um, but what were we talking about? Oh, the that console. So they'll do like an entry-level streaming one. They'll do like a mid-grade level, and then they'll do a pro level, um, which will be like Anaconda, double. baby. Yeah, yeah, the anaconda, biggest snake in the jungle. Um, but, I mean, as of right now, I don't know. I think that's something they're going to stick with. And that is, um, they don't. I don't think they're ever going to let Sony pull ahead as far as computing capability. And for gamers, translation, the highest resolution. And soon we're talking about 8K resolution, right? Um, and then yeah. You're talking, and then you're talking we'll about frames see. per second. There's already there's already consumer products that you can get. They're like they showed at CES for 8K displays. I know, but then what's the, what's the 
I mean, are we going to have a, a 16K in four years? You know, well, like. And and this argument could be made for 4K. Like, if you're playing 4K on a 32 inch screen, like you're kind of you're kind of wasting your time. You know what I mean? Like 4K unless is unless cool. it's a monitor. But yeah, you're right. Right. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not really going to pick all that shit out unless you're playing on something kind of big. So yeah, right. if 8K is the future. Then it's like our TVs getting larger, or how does that work? I don't know. Well then, it's exciting, well man. they it's also a cool time to be playing games because every couple years you get your boner rubbed on uh, on some <laughs> new tech and get real excited. Oh man, it's only yeah. looking good. Well, they uh, Samsung Samsung teased at CES something called the Wall, which is a it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a wall sized um, TV, but apparently they've gotten the production costs on that down, and they're saying TVs like that will be affordable in like the near future like you could have you know 160 inch h 4k you know wall in your house which i feel like i saw maybe it was a black mirror or something where that was like the norm (laughs) you know the futuristic norm yeah just we'll see display up like wherever you want did you see at ces the the roll-up tv yeah i did see that and there's a foldable one yeah it's pretty awesome like it's just a little long box, but so the it would be the width of your set, and then you push a button and it just rolls out of this thing at ba- out of nowhere, and yeah, that's crazy. Well, man. and that's the, the other thing bendable is panel technology that's insane. They also released a lot of new projector tech, so they they're they're releasing the first like consumer affordable like 4K projectors, which is really interesting. Like I feel like one of those two things is going to win. Like projectors could easily become the best way to view anything um, if they get it right. And maybe it's a rear style, you know, like, I don't know, like that was the original, like, I guess fancy TV was these rear projected giant, like oh, take yeah. up. It was like a, I had a three, body, uh, three, two and a yeah, half foot a by body. four foot box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They had like that corduroy, a corduroy like surface on the front or something. Uh-huh. It just didn't, feel right but i had a buddy who held on to one of those like like probably a decade or two longer than that was <laughs> current technology it was like well dude. i remember they used to have a warning on them not to play video games because it could burn the yeah. stagnant images into the whatever that plastic material was oh yeah the burn-in was super high yeah <laughs> yeah uh so just circling back to ps5 like i, I just feel like it's a dumb move because if whatever specs that they announce, let's say this, let's say this is comes out uh, next fall, right? And wouldn't if you're Microsoft, wouldn't you have guys ready to just up and just beat every single spec? I just feel like well, it's it's just a make, bad that move. Makes, that makes sense, but you have to be careful because it has to. You have to manage the price of the console. If you you can't sell, you can't get the best tech and the best you know motherboard best processor best gpu on the market into a console and a console a gaming console doesn't need that like when you think of processing speed in a gaming console versus processing speed in like a computer your computer Mm -hmm. is doing so many more tasks than your xbox is doing you know right um your xbox is just a fancy graphics card and they use old motherboards and they use old uh processors and um when they talk but it about sounds like that. they're trying to get away from that though i mean that seems like you know you mentioned the three-tiered system like i mean they i don't know it, it makes me kind of nervous i'll be perfectly honest like 
I don't want to have to feel like I have to buy a new console every three years. Like I, I that's what it, it is, is, man. And it's this, that's the way with the phone. Like yep. phones are, it's funny. We're talking about a four or $500 console. We're bitching about that, right? Uh, phones are not eight, eight, nine thousand dollars now. And it's like, uh, we're buying, we're buying new phones every year, every other year. And it's, uh, I just don't like, I just, I don't know. I guess that's the speed in which technology is moving. Maybe I'm showing my age a little bit, but um, no. With you know, but with gaming consoles, it's like you know, Xbox when they tried to package that Connect with it for, uh, when yeah. when it first launched in 2013, like that was yeah, that was the only reason it was more expensive and less powerful than the PlayStation 4 at launch, and they they screwed up out of the gate. And yeah, they, and I think they've righted themselves. Like they correct, big time. They corrected course. It's big like time. a game of chess. Like they have control of the board. Yeah. to, from a tech spec perspective. And so then you well, got you know get, PlayStation. Get, 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 get. They got uh they got they decided to go in on um, virtual reality and I can tell you I've used it and their game library is growing and growing and it's not bad. It's not great. It's not like, like Oculus Rift uh, optics or. Uh, even the Go's optics. I mean, like my Go has a higher resolution. My Oculus Go has a higher resolution than the PlayStation VR, but my Go doesn't have the processing power that the PSVR has. So I I really hope that, uh, I really, really hope that Xbox partners with one of the manufacturers, whether it's Vive or Oculus, HTC. or they start their own thing, yeah. um, or the 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 Pimax or something like that, or I mean Samsung makes headsets. Everybody's making headsets right now. Pretty sure but, uh, Pimax is a a panty liner, John. No, you don't know about the Pimax. Pimax Joel. is a if you get a leaky, you know. No, downstairs. it's not for your gash. It's for your eyes. <laughs> I'm Are sorry. You sure? Is that is that coarse? Uh, anyways. Anyways. No, Real quick, I, I, I have hope, a question hope, for you. Uh, I have a no, VR I question. Gonna, I was just going to say, I hope Xbox goes in on VR soon. Well, I mean, if it'll it'll depend on the specs because people can predict that just by looking at the specs. If they're if that's something that they're going to try to do, you know. Well, if, comparing the specs of the Xbox One X to a, a gaming PC, um, they do compare. I think it compares to like a an Nvidia. 1060 or something like that as far as the the graphics are concerned and stuff but um like if there if there was if it was integrated the xbox one x could run a bunch of different vr games that pc can run you know what i mean they're Mm -hmm. they're neck and neck it's really yeah it's i mean it's a powerful little little machine but what were you gonna say i'm sorry oh i was just gonna ask like if money wasn't an object what vr system would you buy like right now um, it's tricky to say that right now because the Oculus Rift is at the end of its cycle and I like the Oculus because it's not limited to just the, the Vive content. You can play Steam VR, Oculus, all kinds of different content on it. Um, I would say the, I think they're calling it the Rift S right now, which is Project Half Dome. Uh, that's coming out, <laughs> I think, into this year, so... Okay. Uh, I, that's the one I would want. That and like a two thousand dollar computer. <laughs> okay. 
Just yeah, I was like just spare, wondering. Spare no expense, best GPU, you know, as much RAM as you could fit into that thing. Yeah, because I've heard motherboard and all that. Yeah, I've heard HTC is obviously like the vibe is really great, but I've also heard like PlayStation is the most powerful one, but they just don't have the best games on it, is what I've read. Um. Yeah. They. Yeah, they. I mean, they're definitely their own ecosystem uh, in the PlayStation world. Um, there are some games that are on PC as well as the PlayStation. Like mm-hmm. um, Beat Saber finally made it over there. I think that Ace Combat is is uh, over on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, for me, it would be like I want to play. I want to have access to the largest library, and I would want to play on a platform that the majority of other VR people are playing on that way. Yeah. It's a yeah. big market share and developers would be interested in releasing their shit on that, uh, on that market versus PlayStation. And I mean, it's, it's coming. It's just baby steps right now. So it's just, yeah, that's the, just yeah, wait. I just need to hurry up and I got, wait on I just got to try it because I don't know. I, I like want to try it. Dude, you'll we'll, like we'll it. Do an exclusive. Yeah, I mean you can you can get lost in there for sure. Even even shitty headsets have a handful of experiences that totally work as far as the immersion is concerned. Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll sit in there for an hour and then pull it off and be like rub your eyes and like, "Oh man, that's right. I'm I've been in my I've been sitting in Different my dining dimension. room the whole time." <laughs> yeah, it's like like unjacked matrix sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um all right. And then last piece of news we have Respawn makers of Titanfall have dropped Apex Legends on Monday. So two days ago, for those listening, probably three days ago, Respawn created Titanfall, and they created a a game, didn't tease it, just dropped it. It's free to play. It takes place in the Titanfall universe. It uses a lot of the same Titanfall uh, gameplay, minus the giant mechs. Uh, and it has, uh, it's all that awesome movement. So you're wall running, you're using zip lines, you're double jumping, you're, um, there's a character that can create a portal and grab another character. Like you could grab a teammate, for example, I could pull you into my portal and then now you're fighting alongside me in the heat of battle, you know? So, um, every player has a power up. One player shoots these like uh, kind of like a and you know in Gears of Wars you can paint an area and then all these bombs fall down from the sky. You can do something like that. Nice. There's a there's a like a robot type dude um, that can uh, that can kind of transform into a little vehicle and zip around the map a little faster. So uh, and also you can't all play as the same character, which I think is great. So um, imagine Overwatch, but you can't have you know more than one Bastion on your team at a time. So you can only have one of each character type on your team, which creates a new level of strategy. Um, also cool things that I heard is, you know, fallouts, fallout, um, let, what else? Uh, uh, PUBG, uh, you know, you have to, you add this stuff to you, all your guns and you improve your weapons as you go in this game. Um, it won't let you pick up stuff that isn't better than what you already have, which I think is awesome. And it will automatically equip it the moment you pick it up. So it, it's all about efficiency and speed. Uh, I heard our good friend Ryan McCafferty, he compared it to uh, Epic 
uh, what was that? Unreal Tournament compared to the Unreal Tournament, which was one of the original Xbox Live launch titles, which is a, a very jumpy, f- fast-paced shooter that would have given people with really great neurology a seizure. Like it was, it was rough. I ha- I, yeah, I had that one for a little while. I didn't yeah. like it because I liked Halo. I liked the more of like a slowed down version of that. But the, yeah, those those arena shooters like Quake and Unreal Tournament, mm-hmm. those are. Man, if you're good at that, then you have like insane reflexes. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna play this, guys. We're gonna play the shit out of this game. I know a few members of our community, um, Joshua Reno, Golden Bear. Those guys are already playing this game. So uh, let's play this thing, Cream, and let's uh, let's give a good review of it. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, they're, they're coming at 7 a.m. with my new TV. <laughs> I just think it's awesome. I was thinking about this as I was doing the dishes tonight. Um, that we live in an era where you can just drop something, just drop it, and no no warning, no teasers, and that to me is a sign of confidence. Which is, as a consumer, one of the easiest ways to get me on board with something is if you show that you you believe in your product so much that you're just gonna drop it. Put it out there. No, no lead up. No Super Bowl ad. No magazine articles. No special guest appearances on podcasts. You're just gonna drop it. I'm all in. I'm gonna try it, and I have a feeling we're gonna like it. Cause Titanfall, Titanfall Two was awesome. I really loved it. One of the best campaigns I played of 2016. It was a blast. They so definitely pick- listened to the people that liked the first one, right? Because that's all, that's all everyone was wanting was like, hey, you got to put a campaign in this thing. Yeah. And so this is like the new the new upgrade. And the rumor, Cream, is that they are, gonna, they are going to introduce Titans eventually. Ooh. Is that, uh, yeah. Because it takes place in the same universe. It's all in the same like story that they created within okay. Titanfall. Oh, and it's uh, free. <laughs> Have you said and that it's yet? It's totally free. It's totally free. Yeah, you can get aesthetics and em- emotes and all that other, you know, Going Fortnite, that Fortnite shit. Fortnite model, the epic model, man. It's not a bad model. I'll try it out, man. Let's do it. I'll play tonight. tonight. All right. We'll get our gold uh, bear on as our third. It's been a great podcast. We'll see you guys next <laughs> week. We're gonna go play a video game now. Instead, of, wait, no, there's more. We gotta do. Is we there have more? some. We have one email. We got an email. We got another oh. email. Again, folks, you can email us at rad. Dad, radio, the number one at gmail.com, and uh, send us a question. This comes from Kyle, and he's from Fort Collins, Colorado, which is not too far from me. Uh, Side, just quick side story. Cream, did you hear about the guy that killed the mountain lion in Colorado? No. No, tell me. Let me please tell you this. So this was was right outside, really close to the Fort Collins area, about a half hour from where I work. Um, A guy was jogging. And a mountain lion uh, went for the gold, and he choked it. He, like, got it in a headlock and just Shut didn't let go. Up. Oh, and Kevin. he killed the mountain lion. Dude, Kevin can never hear this. He can never hear about this. <laughs> Do you guys have the conversation of – It still who, comes up every once in a while. He thinks he can fight a bobcat or, he, like, he thinks, uh, you know, battle to the death, he would win. <laughs> I guess he can now. We've learned. Was this guy like a pro wrestler, or did was he ripped? Did he have? I mean, he's a runner, skin? so he's he's. Uh, you can assume he's active and fit and healthy. But he grabbed Maybe that. Maybe it was his first day running. He grabbed that pussy by the neck and squeezed, and just didn't and he let go. It he out? Choked it out, killed it, suffocated it. I would never let go. Like you know, when you think you never let go, it's an like an adrenaline an thing. I bet. I bet yeah. if you're in full, like if I let go, I'm gonna die mode. 
I yeah. bet the amount of human strength is unbelievable. Right, and I bet you he know? held on for like a good 35 20 minutes. 20 minutes? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, nope, I'm not sure it's dead yet. I'm going to continue to hold. <laughs> yeah. I want to see like flies start to come around before I let go of this thing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Nighthawk just commented. Uh, we had some we had some mountain lion stories. Uh, Nighthawk famously chased one away, um, and like with a log. <laughs> um, but we have like where I work, we uh, we have some what are called geotagged animals. So we have three geotagged mountain lions on my property, and we have trail cams and we look at pictures of them and one of them is a 11 years old which for a mountain lion is very old they usually live to be about six and uh it's about 150 pounds which is not too far off from like a lion and it lives on a property uh, a 1200 acre property which is also a summer camp and we see it frequently i mean you'll see it like uh, it'll hide in the grass or it'll um um you know, with that many people that we have on property, we, we, we have sightings for sure. So it's a, it's a real deal. They call it the ghost of the Rockies out here in Colorado because it's not an endangered species. A lot of people think it's endangered or protected because you never see them. But that's part of the creepy factor is you never see them. And there's this awesome family photo that was taken in Rocky, Mount, Rocky Mountain National Park. It's like mom, dad, kids, you know, hey, we're on vacation. And then above them cream in the trees is a mountain lion looking down on the entire family. Oh so they're God. everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. No, thank you, man. They're See, that's everywhere. why here in Ohio, we got shit figured out. We don't have apex predators creeping around in the dark, going on a nice family vacation. Well, Next thing you know, you my do. toddler's lunch. They, you do. Don't, don't forget about the, when was that? Early 2000s, you had that I-71 sniper. Remember that? That's true. We also had a howler monkey loose uh, like two years ago (laughs) in our uh, in Columbus, Ohio. That was a fun story. Those things can be aggressive. Just she got the right kind of whiskey, and (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, So anyway, Kyle from Fort Collins, Colorado, asks, "Hey, I recently caught up on the podcast while driving cross country, and was wondering what driving game you think could be brought back or updated." Thanks. Really love when you guys go off the rails. The Anthem rant was legendary. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> legendary rant. Um, it was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty. You went Louis C.K. on Anthem. It was pretty great. <laughs> I I don't know. I was in the right level of, I don't know, or sick Lewis of Black, that type of say. bullshit. And I was yeah. already on the hype train for Anthem. I'm not going to defend myself. Um, <laughs> I would say I, I played a lot of a game called uh, Test Drive. Oh, test drive. PlayStation, yeah. Just cool yeah. cars. Uh, I suppose Forza has that itch. Forza for kind of has taken that, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a Burnout. Um, a Burnout would be cool. That's mine. That's mine. I go. love, love. Burnout 3 was uh, like a party game. I mean, I was in, uh, I was in my, in my. In my party youthful days i that yeah. was like the game to throw on and we essentially it was there was a track you drive down it and there would be like an intersection and your goal was to cause as much damage and massacre as possible and then you yep. would get a score of dollars of damage and they did they did a they did a xbox 360 launch title it was a burnout can't remember what it was called it was the fourth one and then burnout paradise got just recently kind of updated 
and it's on EA Access right now. But it's more open world and it's more Forza like. Like it's less of a crash focus. That's what I want. Yeah. I want that crash um, dynamic gameplay back in back in the front lines. Especially we're talking about all these teraflops and gigabits and RAM and all these awesome specs that are going to be coming to the console, dude. Let me see a legit. I want to see cars carving into the street. They're hitting each other so hard. I want to yeah. see. I want to see building damage. I want to see you you hit a fuel truck and it goes into a building and explodes and the building crashes down, you know. I, oh, yeah. That, like, come on. Bring it on. And yeah. uh, I want play, the particle it, effects to have particle effects. It's going to be beautiful. So the, Playground Games owns the rights to Burnout, um, and they sold it to Criterion Games right around 3. Um, Criterion is um, – dis- distributed by ea but they don't own the rights so there's some sort of hang up and all this like handing over of this game that is causing it not to come out they released a burnout arcade game it's a top down looks like gta 1 and 2 game it's all crash focused um it's like an xbox arcade title came out about two maybe three years ago not good not fun and uh uh, come on, bring back burnout. That's the answer to the question, Kyle. Burnout, baby. Don't crash even, on your which on your one drive was home. The good one. Did you say three? Three is my favorite one. It's the most arcadey, like ridiculous. Yeah. So Remember, they need you to could just slow make a new down one and call it burnout three D point one or point two or you know what I mean, and like make yeah. it like just a a pure yeah. Um, like a remake but yeah built from the ground up with a shitload more options and features uh a, 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 put a battle royale mode in there sure um you could do that i mean we've been playing gta we played gta playlist with uh uh seth oglesby who's who's into uh he got he just got into grand theft auto cream have you played with him yet who seth he's he, seth? he's he's been playing gta online like a champ nice Welcome to the yeah, crew, so we, man. We we made a little playlist for him the other night, and uh, he's probably um, shitting his pants. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't Such know a fun you, game. I some mean. of those games are, uh, if you're new to GTA, <laughs> some of those game types are a little ridiculous. Like he did not like the 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 steal the helicopters from the prostitutes capture game. He yeah, did not like. Yeah, that. no one likes that. Okay. <laughs> You you made that game and you put it in there and it is not Rockstar approved. No, it's beautiful though. Hey, you know what's out now on um, Grand Theft Auto? I don't know if you saw this, but they Banditos. Have like a, yeah, like the RC mode. Yeah, we talked about this last episode. We played it. No, 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 not the little car. No, little cars. The little RCs. Yeah, yeah we on played the golf it. course they, and stuff. Creamy. Listen, listen to this. They've recreated Rocket League and Grand Theft Auto. Oh, is that what you're talking about with the RC yeah. cars? I remember you saying they recreated yeah, Rocket so League, you but drive... I, saw, I saw race modes and stuff. So they have two new modes. They have little like RC race modes, which we played. We played the um, the golf course map a lot, which is pretty fun. And they like have this incredible acceleration, and they zip around. They turn really easily, so you got to kind of be careful, but it's a lot of fun. And then they also added within the Annihilation playlist, which is the new – like that arena style um, motor wars. Like, yeah. Like Mad Max style. Yeah. Um, they, they put in a, 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 essentially rocket league. So there's a bunch of bombs. So there's multiple balls. They're bombs. And there's a middle line 
and your your goal as your team is to get as many balls on the other side of the field or in their goal so there's a legit like you know rocket league style goal nice. so if you you get extra points if you get it in the goal it's really fun we got to play again okay. we got to do a playlist yeah. rad dad community event playlist nighthawk you need to like add us on xbox live super shark appropriate spacing cream of egbert add us we'll create a rad dad group and let's do some community events man let's play some grand theft auto let's play this goddamn apex game let's play some time. uh let's i'll play PUBG if it's if, time if, with this new custom map no one on wants PUBG. to play PUBG. No, listen, if we had a custom game with 20 people, how how stinking awesome would that be? Yeah, that would we be never a blast. tried that, did we? I would like to do a custom no, match that would be a blast. on, on like the little 4x4. Four four. That would be fun. The new Vikendi map, it's like an Arctic snow map. I want to play that. Let's do it, guys. Come on. Rad Dad community, hit me up. Xbox Live, Super Shark. Kyle, thanks for your email, buddy. I hope you made it back safely to Fort Collins, and I uh, hope you don't get attacked by any mountain lions. If you yeah. do, squeeze them. Just squeeze, squeeze hard them. and long. Just do like the beast in uh, glass. All you gotta do is just squeeze them, and you're good to go. <laughs> that's his like. That's his move. He said, "I'm gonna squeeze you to your bed." <laughs> <laughs> that's his fatality. All right, are you ready, Cream, for I today's so. top three? Oh, baby, a triple! Oh yeah! All right, top three. Oh this week's top three. Top three zombie movies. It has to be done, folks. You know, it. I know it seems like low hanging fruit, but well, we were talking about uh, has to the be done. release of Resident Evil Two and how I'm gonna jump balls deep into that this week. And yeah, that's true. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, so here's my thing. I haven't played Resident Evil Two. I told you guys I would. I suck, and my integrity is shot. However. I do not like playing multiple single player games at the same time. It's like reading it's like reading three different fiction books at the same time. I just can't do it. I want to f- So right now I'm I'm still playing Assassin's Creed, but I'm gonna play Resident Evil 2. Me and uh, Golden Bear are trying to sync up so we can kind of chat it out. So creamy um let's do that too, man, cuz there's a lot of puzzles, there's a lot of tips and hints and uh there's a lot of easter eggs in that game no, so hopefully that's if... one i play alone with the, the lights off no we don't we don't have to play at the same time we don't have to play at the same, t- same time we okay. just talk we can have a dialogue we hey guys check do the... in every 30 minutes and make sure we're did both you safe. solve the statue puzzle in the center of the police station like that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah you know? my, i mean my goal for sure is to get through it um without looking stuff up but i'm also gonna you know if i'm stuck i'm not gonna waste a bunch of time i'll look it up you know what i mean yeah let's be honest guys um, everyone looks shit up online. If Not, you don't, uh, yeah, please don't let me know. At every if you're a purist, puzzle, yeah. But like when I played Skyrim, <laughs> there's a lot of like dungeons that I had no idea what the hell to do, and I definitely went to the Skyrim wikis and figured it out. You know. Yeah, I did it for Subnautica a couple times. Minecraft, you absolutely should do it, just because it's like, oh, I, all right, I found this. What can I make with it? You know. <laughs> there's literally books on Minecraft. Like, I remember oh, yeah. kids would bring in these books and, like, hey, guys, I have the new Red Sand book, so if you're wondering how to do electricity in the game, just come talk it's to called, me. That kind it's of called stuff. Redstone. Right. Redstone, thank you. See, I'm a nerd. <laughs> well, I'm a, not a nerd. I'm the opposite. I'm a dork. No, All right, you would so, like that game. I've been trying to get you guys to play it. It's fun. Okay. If you want to play it, let's set up a time when you can 
drink and I need you to play with me and show me how it all works because yeah. it looks like once you get the basics yeah once you get once you get the basics it's really fun because it's at first you're just kind of like okay so we have a shelter so who cares now we now we can live we can survive but then it's like all right well now let's go let's go find some let's go find a mine let's get some iron ore let's get some diamonds let's, do let's get some let's gold get some let's diamonds. make some bomb armor let's get some bombs yeah. get that yeah. xp built up then then get XP. some enchanted armor and stuff Ooh. ah all right are you ready we, we did this last week then we, can we announced top too. three you then we farm, went on a tangent. You trap animals at your house and build fences around them and make them fuck and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Go feed your cows and then pick which one you want to kill with your sword. Can you? What happens if you put like a sheep and a pig in a pen together? Oh, Does they, they won't. make a shig. No, no, no. They won't make a peep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, a triple! Oh yeah! You just hear that outside your house every day, like, oh, time to go get some, All right. some Creams, lamb strips. What is your, <laughs> what's your number three zombie movie? Um, The 2004 Dawn of the Dead remake. Oh, my gosh. That is also mine. All right, well, let's get into it. Ving Rhames, uh, the guy from Modern Ving Family Rames. before he was the guy from Modern Family. Zack Snyder directed back when he was, like, yeah. uh, trying to prove Respected. himself. and he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, it was my introduction to lounge musician Richard Cheese with his cover of "Down with the Sickness" by Disturbed. <laughs> yes, yes. And then, um, yeah, I don't know if you saw the original Dawn of the Dead. It's fine. It's great. It's a classic. I love it. But uh, it's uh, it's such a cool concept that it's like, hey, we should probably remake this. And the first twenty minutes of this movie, if your heart. Is not racing. There's something wrong with your heart. You need to get your heart looked at, Dick Cheney. Yeah. Um, freaking. Do you remember when she's like driving out of her house and her husband turns and? Yeah. 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 That. I and, mean, the uh, beginning of that movie is phenomenal. And they do that helicopter shot of her like getting away and just oh. all the mayhem around her, like car kind of just flips over and rolls into a gas station and blows up all nonchalant like into the pumps and yeah. she's just this one steady shot uh, and then um, one last thing I always like the uh, I, I like that version of a zombie the full extent of what a human's body could do like as, oh, fast, yeah. as fast as a person could sprint as high as a person could jump hard as they could bite you know that's a scary zombie that's something I don't ever want to be around the, the, you know, Romero zombies sort of slink around. Eh. I, well, I, I got no problems with those zombies. So, one of my favorite, he, he is, he's, when he, whenever he's in a movie, I always think he nails it. So, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the neighbor dad, his name was Matt Frewer. Yeah. He, that's the actor. He plays a guy doing a really slow turn into a zombie and that that suspense that Zack Snyder created within that room was just awesome um oh yeah and and like I love how it so you know George Romero obviously like made this uh, original Dawn of the Dead 1970s takes place in a shopping mall and 
it has that same flavor. Like it, it's fun. There's uh, some comedy, some comic relief, but then at the same time, some brutal scenes. Like John, how about the scene? And guys, we're spoiling this movie. And I'm, I'm assuming you've all seen this. If yeah, you no haven't, one cares. you can spoil it. If you haven't, I started playing Richard Cheese right now. So if you still hear Richard Cheese, then uh, keep on going on forward. But he, uh, there's the scene with the the woman that's pregnant, the Russian woman that's pregnant. And the, yeah. the baby zombie. Like, come on. It's a baby zombie. What's the one thing that's worse than a dead baby? A baby zombie. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, because you still got to feed it and stuff. Yeah. So that um, was that little Tom was my... Tom Savini uh, cameo in there that's on the TV when yeah, they're watching so the news good. and stuff. He's so great. He's yeah. like, you got to burn them. Or you got you to gotta cut their head off. We're figuring it out. He's all stressed you know, out and stuff. Do you know Tom Savini's like, uh, claim to fame? He's a, one of the best creature effects guys ever, man. He worked on, uh, he worked early with Romero and he Sam worked Rainey on Night, and, of, Night of the Living Dead, and yeah. Romero had put out in the newspaper, local newspaper there in uh, uh, Philadelphia, um, looking for someone to do effects. And Tom Savini um, called him up and was like, "Listen, I've never done this before, but I was in Vietnam and I saw some crazy shit." So I can tell you, I can help, I can make stuff human, look real. Yeah, the human yeah. figure can look like, yeah. Yeah, um, and so uh, that that was one of his first jobs, and that's how he got the job, was basically like, yeah, I've seen some I've seen some darkness, man. Yeah, I know what it looks so like. so many of like, your favorite movies and stuff, and you just don't Dawn even know of, it. Yeah, Dust Till Dawn, he's in yeah. there with the, he's got a, a dick gun. <laughs> that's right. Do you remember? Tarantino style. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, uh, just if we can wrap up or whatever on Dawn of the Dead, but Tom Savini yeah. should follow him on uh, Instagram because his Instagram is really cool. He's always posting awesome like uh, effects, oh right on uh, you know creature effects, zombie heads, and, and uh, makeup effects and stuff. It's really cool. Awesome, awesome man. All right, um, the ne- uh, all right. What's your number two? Since we both had the same number three, my number two is Zombieland. Oh okay, right on. I just I just remember. I mean. I just it was it was a fresh take on it like a comedy zombie movie uh kind of like yeah like fido that was another one where it was like oh this is hilarious this can be it doesn't have to be a serious thing where i'm watching the guy from honey i shrunk the kid slowly die and his daughter cry and stuff um and zombie land is just hilarious uh the the the, the narration and the and the rules of how to survive and yeah. then you get your your Bill Murray in there and uh, Woody Harrelson I mean yeah Emma Stone too first movie after right. Superbad yeah that's right yeah it's great and and uh, this summer is Zombieland two is coming out finally let's go same cast yeah. or similar cast or did they all die similar cast same same director yeah nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I just think back to the first time I saw it in like just being in love. Like, oh man, this movie should probably never end. I'm having a lot of fun with this. It was just sort of a parody of every zombie movie made, but then just having fun with it and then like still really cool and gruesome effects. Like um, some of the deaths and some of the gore and stuff in it is like, oh shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it, that was directed by Ruben Fleischer, who also did the Venom movie that just came out. Yeah. Um, which I liked. I liked that movie. I thought it was okay. I mean, it's I didn't, fine. I didn't, I didn't expect it to be like an Oscar award-winning movie, right. but for a 1990s Venom fan, it was right up my alley. 
Yeah, I like the Venom voice and when he would talk to Venom. That was like probably my favorite scenes. Yeah, yeah. Um, my number two is Night of the Living Dead, the original Night of the Living Dead. George A. Romero, rest in peace, George, or come on back, baby, because you you set the framework for what we know as modern zombies. I'm not a fan of don't fucking run at me. I don't need a running zombie. It's stupid. It's stupid. we just said we like that. Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't like that. I'm speaking for myself. Daddy doesn't right. like that. No, I don't like that. And I can tell you, there's some science to that because zombies have to um, obviously eat to accrue calories to then have bursts of energy. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, it's just a, it's just not scientific. They're they're all gonna be slow. They're yeah, all just why, like look. yeah. But why would a zombie like? not have that energy if it just turned i like i understand okay uh, i'm okay with that i'm okay with that i've seen that yeah yeah i've seen that before that happens actually in dawn of the dead like you get different layers of movement and and, in the zombies you know yeah um but just let me tell you why i like night of the living dead so it was kind of groundbreaking at the time uh when it came out and one of the big reasons was you had a a female lead character and an african-american um kind of a, a supporting character as well so that was really big for the 60s when that when this movie came out um you also get an african-american slapping a white woman in the movie which was extremely controversial at the time she was all she was and, and listen i'm not i'm not justifying it but she was she was a little bit uh she was being she was a bit hysterical of a, she was hysterical, and that's yeah. what you did in the 1950s and 60s. If there was a hysterical woman, you had to you had to you had to give her one to the to the cheek. That's how you get her out of it. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> this happens in so many movies. Superman used to shake. smack Lois around. Did you know this? What? Yeah, you you can find comic strips on Google of Superman popping Lois Lois Lane one, and he would always like be a dick and like teach her lessons and stuff. What? I'm gonna yeah. have to look this up. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's just an old um, thing in movies, you know. Like you gotta sometimes you gotta slap a lady in the face to calm her down and get her to, you know, just calm. <laughs> Which wow. sounds counterintuitive. <laughs> but I mean, as someone who's you know, I'm a I'm a civil rights advocate, and uh, you know, I, to see uh, an African American character, um, you know be the hero and then so tragically and guys this is uh i'm not actually i, w- I won't spoil it i won't spoil talking it about but, you can spoil it i mean it is a 50 year old 60 year old movie but uh i mean he makes it to the very end and you get these like redneck guys that are out kind of like essentially it's like they they they've solved the zombie epidemic which i always found fascinating because you don't really ever see that you never see people overcome like the zombies, you always see Walking Dead. You always see them, you know, the zombies that clearly have completely disrupted society. But yeah. in Night of the Living Dead, they get a handle on it in an evening, in, in, in one night. Day, yeah. 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 And uh, the, 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 all these people in this little farmhouse, this um, African-American guy, the woman, there's a family uh, that kind of had their own little basement tragedy, tra- tragedy in the house there. So it's really only the black guy. He's the only guy remaining, and he comes out of the house, and they, he's tired, and he's he holds his hand up because the sun is so bright, and bam, they shoot him, yeah. and that was, and then roll credits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, pretty tragic, um, man. 
it's awesome, guys. Watch Night of the Living Dead. And then in 1991, they did a remake, um, and they kind of amplified the female character into more of a hero role. Um, the guy that plays Candyman, I'm only going to say it once, um, he uh, plays an African-American guy. It's a, it's a completely different take. Are you so talking about the if, 90s one? The 90s one is awesome. And that's oh, when you get disagree. Sam Winston and Tom Savini at their best. Um um, kind of doing the creature effects on that. So that's my number two, Night of the Living Dead, legendary. Literally what started the zombie craze that we all so much love um, in today's pop culture. Nice, yeah. It's. I mean, All right, so I remember the first time I watched that movie. I was 12 years old, and we lived out in the country in a similar-looking house, and – we had a cemetery on our road, maybe two, yeah, three did. miles down the road. Yeah, yeah we did. And yep. as I'm a watching really, this movie, a really classic cemetery too. Yeah, as I'm watching this movie, uh, I'm like literally like, like watching the screen, and then kind of back over to the window, and it's just darkness outside, no light at all. And I'm like, oh my god, a figure! Like if it, if a human figure just appeared at that window right now, oh my god, we have too many windows in this house. Where do we keep the boards, Dad? We're going to need to board these up. These are no good, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. What's your number three? Or you mean my number one? I'm sorry, number one, yes. Thank you. Uh, Night, Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> oh, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Then I guess uh, what I'll share mine. <laughs> mine is Fido. Another comedy. Have, have you seen this movie? I mentioned it earlier, yeah, when we were talking about Zombieland, just the idea of a... A zombie yeah. comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. It's great. I love, it's a really I love interesting the idea. Uh, concept, yeah. Yeah, I love the idea of, yep, zombies are real. We get a handle on them. And the reason it's called Fido, listen, listeners at home, um, is because this boy befriends his zombie, and they, they wear these collars around their neck that essentially kind of neutralizes the zombie brainwave and kind of makes them... I mean, for lack of a better term, they're just docile. <laughs> docile, yeah. Thank you. They won't and attack, basically, and so you can. They train won't attack. Them. Yeah. So, so the people essentially, it's like a, it's like a home accessory. So, like today, we have a Roomba, but in this movie, you would have a zombie, and so the zombie would like vacuum your house, mow your lawn, do your fuck, dishes, paint your, your house, wife. fuck your what? Remember? Don't you remember? <laughs> There's yeah. a woman that like kind of falls in love with Fido or whatever, like the main zombie. Yeah. You don't remember that? I I, I do. <laughs> I do remember that. I didn't remember it until you told me, but yeah, I yeah. remember that. And um, then that dude from Monty Python plays this main zombie. What's that guy's name? Um, the guy that plays, um, like Fido. Yeah. It's uh, he's. It's Billy Conley. Uh, yeah, Billy Conley. Yeah, he's yeah he's not a I don't think he's a Python, but he's uh he was in uh, Boondog Saints. He he has a a pretty big role, kind of the splinter character oh, in right. Boondog Saints. Right. He's great though. Um, yeah. He also is a ghost in the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> nice. But um, it's just a lovely film, and then of course everything goes wrong, guys. I'm gonna do a quick plug here. Um, I made a similar movie before Fido came out called camp zombie where same kind of idea have i shown you this picture john have i shown you this little project yeah i think so yeah you should put so it up on a, the uh put it up on the old uh, instagram i should i still have it it's i i don't know i like it but 
you know, I, I work with kids and I asked them, hey guys, let's make a movie. And they wanted to make a zombie movie. Obviously, we didn't have all the makeup effects, so we shot them from behind, so you can never see their faces. And right. they wore these bracelets that kept their zombiness, you know, chill. And the idea was through zombie camp, we could uh, reform them just a little bit. And of course, uh, someone backs the truck, truck into the zombie control tower, and all hell breaks loose. So um, I'd like to hope maybe someone on the Fido side of things maybe saw that little picture and uh, was inspired. You inspired them. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what awesome. happened. I mean, honestly. Awesome, man. Um, all right. Well, that I guess is... Just, uh, real quick, I'm kind of sad. Yeah. That we're talking about zombie comedies. I'm sad a little that we didn't mention uh, Shaun of the Dead. That's a really good one. Shaun of the Dead is great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I feel good about it, my but, list. Yeah. I feel good about oh, yeah. my list. Um, and great I'm excited list. there's a zombie land 2 coming out. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, bro. Aren't they going to um, make a World War Z sequel too? That was a fun. They book. are. And, oh, and they actually just announced a World War Z video game as well. Let's do it. Zombies climbing on uh, on zombies. That's a yeah. That's a good movie. Do you know what inspired and that? The way they they filmed that. As just an aside, um, huh. ma- maggots. So apparently, if you get a whole bunch of maggots together and you drop like a a banana into yeah. them, that's they crawl up on top of each other to get to the banana and then if you hang like a piece of meat or something above a bunch of maggots they'll literally crawl on top of each other to get to that piece of meat that's where they got the idea for uh how they filmed or whatever cgi'd the zombies in world war z oh that's cool yeah um yeah um mel brooks's son wrote that as as well as the max brooks yeah good call yeah yeah good call yeah all right. Well, that brings us to our dad chat, final part of the show. Um, and I don't know th- how much discussion this will involve. It, it might be a short answer for you, Cream. But, you know, we've been talking the last three episodes a lot about Mortal Kombat 11. And I, I'm wondering at what age, first off, at what age did you, Cream of Egbert, play Mortal Kombat? Well, geez, I guess it would have been on your sega genesis um in your bedroom i remember i have a pretty yeah. good memory of us sitting down and playing the first one um yeah so i, w- I would have been 11 or 12 which would have put you at around eight or nine year- years old <laughs> pretty little but th- yeah but i mean the violence in that game compared to what they're doing now is like not even in the same ballpark you're right you are right yeah. so th- so that's the first part of the question then would you let your kids play um, Mortal Kombat 3, for example, like the some of the older versions yeah. of the game. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. And you can, I'm pretty sure, turn the blood off in it. But um, Well, it doesn't turn it off. It turns gray. Yeah. If you remember, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, fire it up and, like, ask her to play with me. If for some reason she was interested, um, I would maybe... I, I, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, that wouldn't bother me. Okay. So I mean, then, it is still like a lot of punching and fighting and stuff. I mean, she's so let she's, me just she likes des- catching Pokemon and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, let me just describe one of the fatalities in this new Mortal Kombat game. So, Baraka is back. Um, Baraka, if you remember, is kind of like a poor man's Wolverine. He has like these swords that single blade swords that come out of his forearms. He's very beastly, very demonic looking. 
He's got like a mouth, a large, very, very oversized mouth full of gaping teeth and a large tongue, very venom-esque tongue. Um, and he does a fatality where he essentially, he rips your face off and then he rips your skull off and then he pulls your brain out and then he bites into your brain. You're like, That's just you're a, like, uh, he like kebabs your brain. He like stabs your brain out. Yeah, with he his like stabs it claw. and he bites into it. <laughs> So that's just I, a taste of Mortal Kombat 11. There's also yeah. the new X-rays, which are kind of... They're not really fatalities, but they kind of are. They're like mid-game moves that if you, you build up a certain charge after doing certain uh, uh, amount of combos, where once that meter is all the way full, you can do a button combination, and then you can do this X-ray move where you're like essentially just breaking bones and smashing eyeballs. And yeah. Famously, in Mortal Kombat X, they had the first like legit anatomically correct vagina punch <laughs> where you are punching girls into vaginas, breaking bones. Um, so it's a violent game and it's high 4k graphics. Um, at what age? And and, the, and let's be real at, at what age would, uh, you know, you, would you be okay if your kids were playing that? If they were into it and wanted to play, um, geez, maybe like, maybe like thirteen or something. Yeah, I was gonna say twelve. Maybe twelve. Yeah, I could do that. I mean, it's it's it. fantasy violence. It's I mean, it's not. I have a I have a real issue with um, people looking at violence in uh, in movies and in video games. As a um, as something that's just going to wreck the psyche of a human mind, you know, it's it's yeah. it's not real. You know, it's not real. We're all sitting around in a living room. It's on a screen. It's you know, yeah. can it be graphic? Yeah. Can it be really dark and messed up? And should kids be exposed to that? No. Um, but like yeah. um, that, I mean, that's like a pretty good example of it's a video game. You know, it's it's a toy. It's that's what makes Mortal Kombat so fun. toy. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I would probably go older than 12, but also it's been a while since I've hung out with a 12-year-old. I suppose they can be pretty mature. Well, and I don't know. And if I this, have girls this... too, so I'm a little more like maybe there's yeah. a maybe there's like I'm sexist and I'm like, oh no, my little my little sweeties, you can't. Yeah. If it was a little boy, I'd be like, yeah, look at the throat blood, isn't that awesome? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's your own prerogative, but. I don't know. Like, I always think about, like, when, what's slumber party age, right? So, like, man, some of my favorite memories with video games as a kid is when you had all your friends over. You had, like, a stack of Domino's pizzas, a couple liters of Mountain Dew, and a game. And I remember, like, I remember hot seating Crash Bandicoot with, like, seven guys. And I remember uh, playing, um, uh, Tomb Raider, like one of the original Tomb Raiders, like with a bunch of guys and like we would just take turns and it was like this really fun communal thing. And I think about that and I also think about 12-year-old in, in 1990s is very different than a 12-year-old in 2019. Um, oh, yeah. The average age, this is going to be a an, an, a weird transition but a real statistic – what do you think the average age a kid is 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 looking up porn? What do you think is the average age for that? 
Oh, I don't know. Way younger than I want to hear about. Probably I'm it's like it's seven years old or something. Ele- Eleven <laughs> no. years old. 11 yeah, years really old. young. Yeah, yeah. Eleven years old. It, and, and it's more of a curious. I, oh sure. I assume. I assume, you know I assume I mean? that. Yeah. So what you know with the internet, like they're seeing and experiencing um, and seeking out more graphic content than I think you or I or even some of our listeners probably did. You know. And, uh, that's, that's, oh yeah, that's we were weird... thrilled to just see a little side boob in a playboy magazine. That was like the <laughs> top of the mountain. That was top I of mean, the mountain. Could not, you could not ask for more. I mean, yeah. it was, that was a good day. If you yeah. saw the side of a boob, you know, a little, yeah. little airbrushed, uh, little airbrushed pubic hair, maybe, wow, yeah. your mind is blown. You can't believe what you're seeing. Um, well, and we've talked a lot about, and I don't know if this is a term, but I'm going to use a term like reality-based parenting, right? So it's where instead of hiding certain things from your kids, you are intentionally and strategically um, talking through different things that they may experience. And let's be honest, that's probably been happening since the dawn of time, right? And uh, if, to your point, if, 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 if our kids, kids in general, are interested in this type of thing, then it's a tough thing to stop. Like one of the biggest parenting tips is you cannot no matter how much you try even you know Amish is one thing I get it but our the the generation that we're raising creams is going to experience a, a completely different type of technology than what we've experienced that's just human nature right and yeah. uh and so if they really want to do it and they're having fun and it's a slumber party type of environment I don't think I would have a problem with it. Honestly, I think I think it comes down to parenting. Um, I, we weren't allowed to watch like Freddy Krueger. We weren't. We, we were famously. This is a this is an Egbert like a uh, trope right here. So for all you for all you listeners at home, we were not allowed to watch like Freddy Krueger, Chucky, Friday the Thirteenth, that type of stuff. But we were allowed to watch The Godfather. <laughs> we were allowed to watch. You know. You know. Uh, 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 Robert De Niro put a knife into you know the Godfather's chest and Godfather Two. We were allowed to watch that kind of stuff when we were really young. That's like the environment that we grew up in. Yeah, and our mom. Well, she was she was like okay. The, v- with it the VHS she... tapes weren't hidden. You know what I mean? Like if there was an R-rated drama yeah. or something. Yeah, and they, we talked. They about, were there. I think in another episode, how like our parents would rent like Pulp Fiction, and we would watch it. <laughs> like not with them, we would find where it was and we would watch it. So. And totally had, I like, honestly had no idea what was going on. I mean, at all. I didn't know what drugs were. I didn't know. I mean, I knew, like, what was going on with the violence and stuff. And then I think I probably, like, my mind probably shut down during the Butch and Marcellus Wallace, uh, like, gimp (laughs) scene, you know? Oh, that was... uh, I don't even remember seeing that as a kid. I don't know. I'm. At the time that came out, when was that, 96? Like something like that, yeah. I don't think a lot of people knew what knew what the gimp was. <laughs> I just didn't know what they were doing. I was like, "Why is he wrestling yeah. him? If he's all sweaty, what's going on? I have no idea yeah. what's going on." Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I I kind of I don't know. I feel like I I was late on a lot of uh, being exposed to uh, mature content. I, I don't know. I mean, I but I, th- I, I, I think we were that, too. Like, we yeah, have been saying weird... that we had HBO yeah. and I I saw Terminator Two when I was like ten, you know. But Terminator Two is like and and like by today's standards, is an awesome kids movie. 
Like it's a what? kid. Yeah, think about it. It's a kid that befriends a robot, yeah. and they have this awesome adventure together. And never, don't you ever, for a second, forget the power of that thumbs up as he dipped into the molten lava at the end. Yeah. You know? Like the T one thousand is like stabbing everyone in that movie. Though. He's such a stabby I know, but guy. There wasn't like blood. Like it was just right. death. It was just and bad. even during their battles, it was like not a lot of blood spraying everywhere. It would, you know, yeah, it was I mean, all like metal up, shards and yeah. to wrap up the segment. I mean, I uh, I deal constantly with the resilience of kids. Like that's a big part of my like world. And sometimes I wonder like if previous generations are a little bit tougher because their parents just didn't give a shit. <laughs> like they didn't care about what they watched. They didn't care, you know, that they were dropping them off at the movie theater with the friends to go see, you know, Pulp Fiction or Die yeah. Hard with a Vengeance, you know? Like I just don't – I wonder if that – I wonder what the effect really is. And I think that's something to really think about. So zeroing in from the macro to the micro – when it comes to your kids is I think there's some parenting that surrounds all of those choices. And, you know, we talked about death in another episode. That's a, obviously a key factor. in if your kid's going to play mortal combat, but then I think the other aspect is, um, is can they handle it? You know, have they been exposed hopefully gradually to be able to handle that kind of stuff? That's another question you have to ask yourself. And, are they able to shut it off and let it go? Like leave it in the console or are you yeah. going to have to deal with nightmares about Baraka biting people's brains? Like yeah. those are all questions that you have to ask yourself. And if you feel good about it, then cool. That's awesome. I don't think it's a problem, but then if you don't, that's also fine too. Just, uh, it, 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 again, it's, it's your style, your environment, your family culture. Those are the things that you have to really question. Yeah. You don't want to shelter them so that the first time they see it, they, they have to They're ask crying. a friend what it's about, and then they yeah. get their dopey friend's advice on what's going on, and then they feel like they don't have to you know, talk to you about it. Um, or they're hiding it. That's another thing you want to avoid, too, is right. that they, they, they like it, and they're secretly playing it. Um, you know, with their allowance money, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to get it. They're, Redbox, that's, oh, we talked about Redbox. Anyone can go to a Redbox and get a game. There's no, <laughs> there's no like age recognition system. You don't have to kid. be 18 to have an yeah. account or something. Yeah. Your your kid yeah, could literally be at, at a King no, Supers would, or a Kroger and just be like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom, and they could grab yeah. Mortal Kombat. No, so, I think you – no, you have to have a – you have to have a an account. I mean, you have to be 18 and, and have a credit card to pay for them. I don't think you can – You don't have to have an account. You can do it on the fly. Is that true? And you just put a phone number yeah. in or something? No. They, I mean, they – You can They'll charge skip. your card, I guess. They would have to have you a can, card. You'd have to have a card. Yeah, you're right. It's not like a vending machine where you could just feed $1 bills in there. Right. Um, but anyway, I think you don't. You, if they want to do it, you don't want them to hide it. Um, yeah. And if you're going to allow them to do it, you have to really think about if they're prepared to well, so do here, it. So here's something I, cool. So I have a, yeah. I have a seven-year-old, and like she knows words like um, if something's appropriate – for kids or inappropriate or if it's violent or if you know what I mean yeah. like because I just I use adult terms with her I talk to her like she's a little growing adult and good you know yeah. if, she, if she walks into the room and I'm watching YouTube and I pause it and she's like what are you watching I'm like oh nothing you can watch and she's like why not well it's 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 inappropriate for you it's violent I don't want you to see violence 
what's violence? You know, so like she just she's aware of these things, but. I'm like, when you're a little older, and it's going to be awesome, by the way, because I got a whole stack of movies I can't wait to watch with you, but you just got to be a little bit older, I think, you know? And she's like, yeah. Dad, she says, I'm not, hey, I'm not afraid, all right? I'm brave. I can see it. I'm like, nah, well, <laughs> so I don't want to, I don't want to twist your little mind. So, you know, no, you have to leave the room. You can't watch Alien with me because it's super terrifying. And Well, have you had this happen? So my kiddo's three, and she came home last night. And was asking about Ninja Turtles. We've never talked about Ninja Turtles. It's not like I wouldn't. It just hasn't come up. Like my oh, kid, you're failing your children then. Well, well, my kid is. She <laughs> is a Shira, My Little Pony. Like she is. That's her thing right now. And uh, yeah, she came home asking about Ninja. Like Dad, what's what's Ninja Turtles? Can we talk about Ninja, like Ninja Turtles? And I was like, Oh my God, they're awesome. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And so it's like one of the coolest so, things uh, ever. <laughs> That's the other part of it is you can't, as a parent, you can't filter culture. You just can't. Like, no matter how hard you try, um, assuming, you know, this is a live podcast on a, a digital download network through an RSS feed. No one listening to this is a Dutch German Amish person. I get it. Reemsprunga, if you're on your if you're on your little vacation away from Amish, that's great. <laughs> Listen to our show, raddadradio one at gmail.com. We get it. But your kids are gonna find those things on their own, and that's gonna only increase more and more and more. And so when your kid comes home, it's like, hey dad, can you tell me a little bit more about Hellraiser and Pandora's box and Pinhead? Yeah. You gotta be able to respond to that kind of shit so that you can uh adequately and maybe that's them. not the reference maybe the kid comes home and they're like hey dad <laughs> my my friend had like hostel on or kill bill or you know i mean i don't know yeah. something, something a little more what's like a recent like oh my god i can't believe my kid watched that uh mandy mandy with arnold no oh that's oh. called maggie and that movie sucked <laughs> oh did it did yeah it was not it? good very boring no mandy is this new uh it was a nominated for an Academy Award as well for visual effects, but it's this new Nick Cage. Oh crazy, yeah, I want to see that horror film. But um, yeah, if your kid comes home, they're gonna find things on their own. And a, it's great that they're talking to you about it. But b, you gotta you gotta think through like exposure, right? And I think you explained it really great. Cream is like um now's not the great not now's not the best time for it <laughs> you know what i mean or no uh, i'm still no. pretty protective of my little seven-year-old she's in first grade and it's like um she she likes me so it's like if she had a question about something or or saw something that confused her um and i wasn't around i'm pretty sure she would come and ask me about it and so as long as that's you can good. keep that that's going great... as long as possible i think that's probably a good move you know i would uh, not even as long as possible i think that in theory could be indefinite that openness that transparency that oh, until you screw up and you get mad at her sometime and then she thinks oh or well, shame I, I, well shame yeah. is the key word right yeah right yeah shame is the key word you never want to make your you kid watched feel what with shame. your friend yeah and you, how you're just, fucking dare you yeah, how, you know yeah. i work so you know yeah you don't want to shame um that is the key word you do not want to ever shame your kid because that guess what they're not going to tell you about it again and uh, like I said earlier, they're going to only continue down that path of exploration. That's the human experience, you know? Yeah. So it's a uh, – listen, we don't have it figured out. 
we call ourselves rad dads. We don't have it figured out, but we try. And uh, you guys are you're in for the long haul. So you get to hear about how this stuff all works out. You know, represented we have three, or one, three and seven year olds right now. And then of course you know I work with a lot of other different ages. And John, you've worked with a lot of different other ages as well too. So we're doing our best. Um, but never shame your kid. And if they really want to do it talk about it and if they're ready to do it go for it it's up to you it's up to you so um i'm gonna play mortal kombat 11 my kid's not gonna watch i will say ripley caught me playing assassin's creed odyssey and i i I said on another episode like i don't play my video games around kids well ripley came on downstairs one time (laughs) she she's saw you stab someone in the face with a wrist blade (laughs) well for me I'll be honest, it was a bit of an experiment. I kind of wanted to see, you know, and it's it's not graphic, I don't think. Um, more than anything, it's really pretty. It's more like, and, uh, it's like a PG-13 action movie or something, yeah. Yeah, like, sure. Like the fight you, scenes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. if you want to frame it that way, sure. But uh, she's like, are those bad guys? I was like, yeah, they're definitely bad guys. And yeah. she's way into Batman. Like, Batman is, if you were to ask my daughter right now, like, who's your favorite superhero? She would say Batman, hands down. <laughs> and uh she loves batman and john here's the funny thing the core she, of batman is death you know what i mean no, like his here's, parents. here you should show this to lydia too i'm sorry to your youngest and let me know what 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 she thinks the 1966 batman is like ripley loves it she goes crazy all the time i will catch her running around the house and she'll be going batman she loves it and on amazon they have adam west Rest in peace, my friend. He did a uh, a cartoon where he voiced 1966 Batman, and they brought back uh, Julie Newmar to play Catwoman and all these nice. great characters. And uh, it's it's one of my kids' favorite things to watch. And uh, yeah. I think that's just so funny to me. I don't know. It's just an aside, but guys, that is our uh, that is our show. That is our episode. Um, we love you all. In the spirit of accents, creams, um, tell folks how they can contact us um, in um, Philip Seymour Hoffman's voice. Um, okay, here's what you're gonna do. Okay, and here's what you're not gonna do. Okay, I can't. I can't do it. You no, know, you're doing great. You're doing great. I want to here, Here's what I want you to do. Okay, I want you to go online. Okay, I want you to. I want you to go to Twitter. Okay. Yeah. And if you don't go to Twitter, I'm going to find your wife and I'm going to kill your wife. All right. I'm going to kill her and I'm going to make you watch and you're going (laughs) to, I don't know. No, you're good. good. I always go to like, um, you're going to go and you're going to find cream of Egbert and super shark. What's your Twitter handle? What's your Instagram? What's your Instagram? Um, Instagram is at Egbert cream. Uh, I draw, I draw pictures. I draw things. Uh, if you need a piece of art, I'm your guy. There you go. All right, let me uh, give me one. I'll talk a little bit more about our other, other faculties. Okay. Let me think of one we haven't done yet. Um, maybe just like, um, give me a minute. I know this is good podcast. How about you do uh, Marlon Brando and um, tell them what they can look forward to in, in maybe our next episode of of the podcast. Hey. I'm glad you guys listened tonight. I'm doing Mike Tyson for some reason. It's not bad. 
we can't we keep doubting ourselves our, our maybe our we're impressions great. are spot yeah. on <laughs> now listen you gotta you gotta go onto our patreon.com you gotta find us on uh, instagram facebook you know and maybe next episode we're gonna talk about resident evil 2 apex you sound like Legends. a polite donald trump a little bit uh, you know, you. listen, okay. yeah, let me tell you right now. No, not good. Not good. What you got to do, you're going to go online. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be delicious. You're going to figure it out. No. Sorry, folks. That's good. That's, the best we That's can really do. good. I like that. It's <laughs> the best we can do. Uh, no, we thanks thank for, you for listening. listening. Yeah. You guys are the best. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna close you guys out with uh, Cream of Egbert has a little bit of a, a music project called uh, um, Clean Plate Club. And you can find this on iTunes. So if you want to hear some Cream of Egbert music. Don't play the up. Against All Odds song, please. No, I'm going to play Walking Dead. I just Dead realized how Over. in 2019 that song is not okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You just you were at the cusp. <laughs> but uh, but it's Clean Play Club. There's some great tracks on there. Uh, so check it out. It's on iTunes. Play the uh, zombie also, one for him. That's a fun I one. Pl- yeah, I'm going to play Walking Dead for you. This is before the show, by the way. So when this was recorded, this is before the show. After John the comic, big, before the show. This, inspired yeah, by the John comic. John was an avid re- reader of the comic <laughs> book. So um, we love you guys. Tune in next week. Here's Walking Dead. It's every man for himself These corpses wander the earth Because there's no room in hell We land the chopper for fuel You break the buddy system rule You try to hide the bite marks on your arm But there's only one thing left to do I get it You and I know the infection won't set in For another couple hours to savor those last few moments of sweet, beautiful life. But, listen, you fucking blew it. Alright, and as the elected group leader, I can't allow the risk. You compromise the safety of the entire group. So, listen, just get down on your knees. I know you do the same thing for me. It's gonna sting. Fucking, uh, close your eyes, though. No, no, open your eyes back up. That should, that should work. <laughs>
share your fate, my friend. You were killed. I got blood on my shirt again. Shirt again. My shirt again. The Walking Dead.